this is this week on Journeys, our special guest will be Multiple Eclipse Awards winner for outstanding owner and breeder, Kenneth, 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 Kenneth Ramsey. It is now 7 p.m. across the Eastern Caribbean Islands and the East Coast of North America. Welcome to Journeys, the talk show. We are now streaming live on Wednesday, August 3rd, 2022. It's a talk show. Journeys. Welcome to Journeys, a talk show. Journeys helps to record the history of local and international jockeys, trainers, grooms, and horsemen who work throughout Barbados, the United States of America, Canada, the UK, and in countries from all over the world. Journeys is hosted by Sean Hall, coming to you live from the Caribbean island of Barbados. Co-hosted by Leroy Trotman, streaming to you live from Toronto, Canada. And I am Brett Callahan, coming to you live from my island home of Barbados. Our weekly talk show, Journeys, is proudly sponsored by MPEquine.com, McKee Pownell Equine Services and Veterinary Care, providing sports horse medicine which addresses the needs of competitive horses with the goal of maximizing their athletic performance and prolonging their competitive careers. Journeys is sponsored also by the Barbados Turf Club, horse racing at the Garrison Savannah, where you can now wager online at www.barbadosturfclub.org. Today on the show, we're excited to have as our special guest a multiple Eclipse Awards winner for Outstanding Owner and Breeder, Mr. Kenneth Ramsey. This is our third episode of Season 2, Journeys, the Live Talk Show. It's now time to introduce you to our hosts, Sean Hall and Leroy Trotman. Hey guys, another week. Good week, another night. Good night, good night, good night. How's everyone doing? Been good, it's been good. Been good. Can't well, we want to thank our sponsors, McKee Pownell Equine Services, for continuing to support 
Journeys the Talk Show. They've been with us the latter part of season one and continue to sponsor us and help promote the good things that we try to do and record history. Correct. Barbies Turf Club, don't forget the Barbies Turf Club, we had a sponsorship match, not sponsorship match, a charity match. For the Sunday. horse charity. Another horse cricket, charity. Another cricket match again. It was a cricket match, yes. Um, the horse charity beat the Barbies Turf Club team. Um, I'm not. Which team were you on, Sean? I was on the beaten team. I was, I was <laughs> you on know, the beaten team. I was on the beaten. Let's say it that way. The beaten team. <laughs> you're, 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 you're um, doing that medium slow again. I got three wickets. Okay. Okay. I got three <laughs> wickets, and I was at the end batting when I went to bat. West Indies captain Craig, um, Craig Braffitt was bowling. I chirped him and gave him a lot of talk. And you know I me, mean? and you know I me. Mean? He he got into a test match mode. Uh oh! Why did yeah. you do that? Why you wake up the lion? I, from I sleeping? woke up the lion, man, and and he took one step and he bowled one about ninety miles per hour right at the stumps, and I I gave him just, the broad back. You step I played, aside. I step aside, like, and looked him straight in the face and told him, I gave him more talk. Oh, again, sure. Who, again. who was that cricket that at that back in? I can't remember what, what year it was that they, they were talking about the growling, the growling, and then and then the West Indies went a little crazy on him. Oh, that was um that Tony Gregg, man. That was Tony Tony Gregg. You, you, you became a Tony Gregg? Man, I, I just give them I just give the West Indian captain a lot of talk. And I told him I have a lot of pedigree oh. to fall back on. And the pedigree so you showed up. Um, no, I said I, I got a lot of pedigree, Skipper. Did this pedigree show up? Of course, it showed up. I I, I saw him off. So, how much runs <laughs> you end up making, Sean? For our listeners to hear, don't think right. it doesn't sound as though you did very well. Cause you look away first. No, I, I did very well. I I got the last great bowler off. We, we, there was, I don't know, man. These guys, they had a guy, a Barbadian white guy. They're the first Barbian white guy since 1960s, since I saw Bowling Fast. I don't know where they got him from. I mean, he was bowling really quick. He had the balls skipping around guys' heads and that kind of stuff. And the last ball I saw Bowling Fast, that would have been, um, whatever, I can't remember his name now. But he's a Barbadian who's a ball very quick. Um, Prof Edwards. So uh -huh. I was kind of shocked at you know where they were digging that guy from um robert person got five wickets wow so it was it was a good match man it was a good match but the we lost i think we lost though i think we lost at the start of the match when our captain showed up in the three-quarter pants with ballerina shoes on with white socks who was your captain a junior who works in the office Okay. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, when when was, when guys like Dwayne Smith, I mean, former West Indian star batsman, all rounder, and IPL rock star, was was kind of like they didn't know what to do when I saw that. Okay, he sounded like so he was. Kind of, we lost our match. Okay. All right. Well. Anyhow. Well, it's a good charity for the, <laughs> yeah, fun, the horse fun. charity. Okay. It was fun. Did we uh, have a big crowd that day, Sean? Yeah, they had a good crowd. They had a good crowd. It was well supported by everyone. Um, okay. Everybody had a good time, even though we lost and stuff. So the we charity. Look forward to, to meet these guys again next year. And um, 
So where's this where's this money going to, Sean? If you don't mind mentioning, money going towards um the charity of the, the horse charity. Oh, for the young people of Barbados. Yeah, for the young, for the horses and and the upkeep of young people and that kind of stuff. So great, I mean, great. I think so that that's good for, for yeah. yeah, yeah, it's good to it's a good charity, you know. Okay, all right. Well, I think it's getting it was getting some of the horses are getting good care and. A lot of youngsters seem to be um coming getting to a lot of youngsters off the road doing something positive to their yes, life correct great great well, and we think um uh, mr husbands mika husbands was one of the founding students of the horse charity yes, wasn't he, was. he? Yes, yes. and he's yes. gone on to do great things so yeah. the yes. support of the horse charity in barbados is greatly appreciated yeah of course it is um, and let's continue to do this for the youth of barbados and from all around the world correct yes. Yeah, sounds good. Way to say it. So right? we got horse racing coming up this Saturday in Barbados at the Garrison Savannah. Okay. Yes. You got any runners, Sean? Yes, I have one runner, Joshua in the fifth race. Old Joshua. Fifth or third race? It's the fifth race. Fifth race, okay. Yes, our friend our friend made a mistake. It's the fifth race. Yeah, okay. <laughs> I think we we can also share it on our um YouTube and social media channels. Some great photos of one of yes. our listeners. Yes. Um, okay. Um, met with Sean at the beach today. Mm -hmm. See that, Leroy? Another invite at the beach, and we didn't get to go. Okay. Sean right. going enjoying the beach with the horses, and that he doesn't want to invite us all down there. I'm going to be nice tonight, Brian. I'm going to be nice tonight. I have Mr. Ramsey come on, so I have to show show my my respect and my niceness. You know, I don't have to be oh, that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Anyhow, I want yes. to bring to you yes. our lovely. Marianne or Tepi from McKee Equine Services. Hi, Hello, I'm, how are you? I'm great. How are you? Doing great. Doing great. I hope Marianne the weather is holding is up. I, the holding up. I, just, I just saw an alert on my phone saying that the uh, the tornado watch area has expanded. So it's, it's so far so good. We'll try and get through this and all right. without any keep issues. Safe, keep safe, though. Keep yeah, safe. No worries. We wish, no worries. wish you and all the the different um, locations of McKee yes. Tunnel, their equine services. We want all the horses to be safe. Yes, right. yes. Speaking of which, I wanted to talk about that. Um, so McKee Pownell has three locations. Um, and just to clarify, I know it's a little confusing sometimes, but we have our Uxbridge uh, location, which uh, we don't house any horses or anything. That's uh, strictly a mobile um uh, location where we have an office and uh, the vets work out of that office and go to the farms. Mm -hmm. And then we have the Campbellville location, which is, that was where everything started. And it's actually a new um, building. That's where we have our, our standing MRI machine. We have a number of vets that work out of there going to uh, farms, but we also have the area to ship horses in for appointments uh, for the veterinarians. And then we have our Caledon practice, which is actually in Schaumburg, which is just, uh, you know, between Nobleton and Schaumburg and King Township. So it's a little confusing because we call it our Caledon location, but it, that is our, our, our service area. And before we started the rehab farm, uh, we had the Caledon location uh, in a storefront in Caledon. So that's kind of why, but to, mm -hmm. to kind of, you know, make it a little less confusing, we thought we would keep it as the Caledon practice, but anyhow, so the, the, the farm is actually located in Schaumburg. Um, that's where we have, you know, uh, facility to, to house 19 horses. We do a lot of, um, 
you know, uh, post-colic surgery, rehab, a lot of tendon rehab, so on and so forth. And we also have vets that work out of there going to farms and so on. Um, and, and, and we also have our body worker, Marnie, who goes to uh, different farms and so on. And just recently, through uh, a recommendation through your show, uh, we, we, we got called down to the racetrack. So I have been accompanying Marnie to so, the racetrack. So that's what, just sorry to interject, but we got no McKee Pownell visiting the ra Woodbine racetrack. That's excellent. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's great. We we don't have a we don't have a vet that is uh, you know stationed down at the racetrack. But of course, I've been down there uh, before. Uh, when I first started with McKee Pownell, I was using the I was the kind of the laser girl down at the racetrack, um, and I went down and treated some horses uh, with the laser down there. Um, and now uh, Marnie was called down to take a look at a couple of the racehorses down there. She's our body worker, Very I good. think, you know, and yeah. And uh, so we went down last Friday and she assessed a couple of the horses and uh, did a little bit of, uh, did a full body massage and, uh, and a little bit of Beamer treatment on them. And, and it was really nice to go back this week and see them again. And, um, you know, how, hear... how was it productive it, the first it, time? Yeah, it was great. You know, it's, it's interesting because, um, with racehorses, because, you know, I, I can honestly say, I think every single one of the racehorses on the backstretch could benefit from massage. I mean, who couldn't, right? Like all of us that are even working, they're, they're professional athletes, you know, their, their bodies are, are, are working hard all the time. And, and, uh, so when Marnie first sees them, you know, they kind of, they're kind of a little funny with her and they don't like her, you know, touching their, their pressure points and stuff, but that's what she does to assess them. And, and it tells her a lot about where they're having issues, you know, whether it be feet, neck, ovaries, like it could be all kinds of different things, their back, their hamstrings. Um, mm -hmm. And so she kind of assesses that. And then it was interesting, the one horse, um, you know, Marnie, it usually takes her about an hour, hour and 15 to do a full body massage. And she spent two hours with this horse working on him. And, wow. and, and yeah. And by the end of it, he was just like, licking and chewing and relaxed and and so you know just happy and relaxed he went for a little walk afterwards and then when we came down to do the second treatment the exercise rider came over and said you know it was really nice uh when i started getting on this horse you know when i'd be jogging him he'd be he'd be groaning and uh, you know uncomfortable and he said it really made a difference what you guys did because the day after you did it i went out and he didn't groan. He wasn't uncomfortable. He was moving a lot nicer. So, you know, we've done another full body treatment and what a difference it made. You know, he, wow. he, he sat there, he was real, you know, kind of paying attention to what we were doing, what Marnie was doing a little unsure the first time, second time he was eating hay out of his hay net. I was holding him and he was just loving it. He was loving wow. every bit of it. It was really, really nice. So it's, you know, it's really fulfilling for us to see those horses benefit from, from that work. And, you know, I, I love watching Marnie. She, she'll, you know, get a little release from them. Like when she's working on a, on a, you'll see them be kind of crabby and they don't want her, them, her touching them there. And then she'll keep working and persisting gently. And then you see them relax and she'll say to them, you're welcome. You know, like she talks to them and it's funny because you see them like they're like, oh, that felt good. You know, like they and they start to trust. They start to trust more. And, and it's it's really nice to see. 
you know. We give all of so. our professional athletes, human pro- professional athletes, all the care and attention and medical care. Why right. not give our equine athletes the same amount of TLC and special care? Absolutely. I, I, I think that it can only benefit them, you know, really. And, and you know, will it fix all the problems? No. But will it help fix the problems? Absolutely. Couldn't, couldn't, you know, I, I can't, I, I believe in it so much because I see the difference it makes in the horses. And, wow. and Marnie's got a real interesting connection. You know, she'll walk by a horse at the farm. We've had horses there for certain issues and stuff. And she'll say, you know, he doesn't look happy. Right. And she'll stand there and she'll watch a little bit and she'll say, you know, I think he has a headache and she'll go in and she'll work on him for a couple minutes. And that horse will be different after it'll be standing differently. It'll be holding its head differently. It'll be, you know, just a, a different kind of attitude. I go in first thing in the morning and see all of the patients. I, I look them all over. I take their temperature. I give them their meds. I do all of that stuff. And I'll notice those things, you know, when they're real crabby and stuff. So when you see her go and make an adjustment like that, and it's something that takes, you know, five, 10 minutes, and it's just her and the horse. And then you see the difference you can't help but believe in it you know really that's awesome yeah well i would like to show our listeners and viewers from around the world take a look at mckee ponell equine services Such awesome work you guys are doing up there. We really Thank appreciate you. your support. And you. you you mentioned to some of our viewers and listeners out there, you're looking for a few good people, aren't you, Maria? Yes, we are, actually. We um, we have a couple of positions opened up at the farm. Um, for we, rehab assistants is what we're calling them. Now that, that you know, you work in a team, um we have all kinds of different patients that come in and out of there so you know you are doing the stall mucking turning in and out uh you know hand walking bandaging 
uh, treatments. Um, you know, we, we, we're looking for someone who, you know, has an enthusiasm for teamwork and has good communication skills. Um, I grew up at Winfield's farm. I was lucky enough to grow up there. Uh, my dad was the resident veterinarian. And, and one of the things that I think I took away from living there is the incredible horse people that I was able to be around. So I may be a little bit picky about how I like things done, but I think that, you know, to have a place, I mean, look at the place, it's beautiful. And to keep it beautiful, it's a lot of hard work, yes. but it's very fulfilling. And, and you know, McKee Pownell is great in what they offer. There's always room to, to move. When I first started with them three years ago, like I said, I was hired to be the laser tech at the, at the racetrack. Over the last three years, the opportunity came to uh, be the farm manager and I took it. And, uh, you know, it's been a, it's been a really fulfilling thing for me because I can't be at the racetrack full time anymore. I have my children and, and things to do. My dad retired. So it was kind of a natural progression for me to go there. And, um, you know, I want people who are like-minded looking for a long-term uh, commitment and, and want to make a difference in, in horses lives, you know, and, and help them get better. So, Great. yeah. Yeah. Well, that'd be awesome. Be sure to put a little note on our YouTube or Facebook to contact Marianne if submit there resumes is, or whatever the links, process. There's links and so on on our on our website, um, mm -hmm. or there will be in the coming days to give a full description and and guidance as to where to uh, send me a resume and a cover letter. Okay. So, okay. Marianne, one question for you. Uh, one question on that: Is it for what location? So you can say that on our show right now. This is this is at the rehab and repro center in Schaumburg. So about half an hour north of the racetrack. Mm -hmm. um, and what I'm looking for full time is five days a week, two days off. You automatically get two weeks vacation, paid vacation. Uh, you know, competitive wages. Uh, a weekend wage bonus um, and any of the full time that I have, I don't ask them to work both days on the weekend. It's one or the other. So usually most people will get, you know, a Friday, Saturday off or get a Sunday, Monday off. I always try and get their days off together because you know what? It's a tough job. And mm -hmm. to be able to have a family and do all of the things and the commitment commitments but still be able to work with such a fulfilling job you know um it's, it's so a you're looking place. for a full-time position being filled so we're I looking am, for yeah. serious um people that are looking to grow their careers especially right. in the equine field yeah fabulous yep. we look forward yeah. to helping as much as we can marianne thank you sorry to cut this now but we've got yeah. an exciting visitor coming up next are I'm you gonna stay on and listen all, all right, right. Excellent. you bet i can't wait thank you <laughs> well we thank you and mike and the entire team of mckee pownell equine services be sure to check them out online at mpequine.com and do a search on youtube there's so many lovely videos detailed videos about all the work that you do so thank you so much marianne and thank we look forward to seeing you in the future good all to right. see you again have a good show all right there great Hi. guys the time is here yes today on the show we're excited to have as our special guest multiple eclipse awards winner for outstanding owner and breeder mr kenneth ramsey welcome to our show mr ramsey all right how are you doing sir Thanks for the invitation. Glad to be here. <laughs> no problem. It's a Great pleasure to have you. 
pleasure having you. So you were listening to us backstage a little bit and what we're promoting and trying to, to show us, you know, the hospital that we're, that sponsors us and all the quality things that they have, trying to take care of the animals that put us where we are today, financially, mentally, physically, in every way you can think about with horse racing. And those guys are trying to keep on, keep the good work up and taking care of the wonderful horses that we've been loving for all the years that we'll be loving it. So what do you think about that? Well, I endorse exactly what she had to say. Uh, we have a, a chiropractor, I don't have her now, but the lady was named Shirley McQuillan, and uh, she is very, very good. She goes in, and like the lady said, she'll spend five minutes on one adjusting her back. They got a real out of place. She'll put her hand around her neck and give it a jerk or go back to the tail, and, and uh, they, they may be off in the left, front, left four, but uh, the problem may be someplace else. So uh, she really does that well. And then we have uh, ladies also that, that does a massage. So if they feel good, they run well. So yes. I, I endorse what you had to say. Yeah. Very uh, great. Yeah, that's what I want to make sure we keep promoting them that way because those are the people behind the scenes that don't get the recognition that they deserve sometimes because of, we see the horses go out there and get, you know, do perform so well for us. And these guys get forgetting about sometimes. And you know, we don't talk about them, you know. It, it, it's not helping our game to let people know there's more to just going on the racetrack and they're running around there and the pledge of leading in those wonderful animals and stuff like that. But behind the scenes, there's so much more going on. You're talking about million dollar races and sometimes an answer to makes the difference. Yeah. <laughs> you get the bob that might be because the horse is feeling well that morning because it was massage or a chiropractor working on it. Definitely, you know, most so. definitely, most definitely. <laughs> Do whatever so, you can to get there first. You got that right. And that's what it's all about. Our, our, our game is horse racing and our business is winning, right? That's correct. That's right. <laughs> The winner gets all the glory and most of the gold. So, <laughs> so Mr. Ramsey, down at the bottom is Sean Hall, the guy that created this show, that brought brought it to our attention that he wants to do this show. At the top is our man, or what we call him, the web man. <laughs> tech <laughs> guy. All the wonderful tech work guy. behind the scenes, the tech guy. You know, myself, I'm here in Toronto, Canada, and just being a co-host of these guys. And this guy has created something wonderful, this show called Journeys. And we hear so much about people's journeys in this thing. And we got a person like yourself that, I mean, your journey goes way back. <laughs> to, to, and you're still here, you know, giving it but a... We want to hear it, though. We, we really want to hear how <laughs> you started to build this empire that you have right now. Well, before he started, Sean, we he, this this man started as a truck driver, Sean. Wow! And if you really want to start off, I, I uh, weighed nine and a half pounds as a born. Several things happened before I uh, I got in the got in the trucking business. I uh, graduated from high school, and I was very fortunate. Uh, I ended up being the valedictorian of the graduating class, so I got yes. a scholarship to Union College. Uh, I grew up in a place called Artemis, Kentucky, population mm -hmm. 500. So uh, wow. the, the, the big town next door was Barberville, Kentucky, about four miles away, and that was a home of Union College. So uh, they've been very good to me, gave me a scholarship, and uh, I've been on a board of trustees down there, I don't know, for about 30-some years. So I'm, I'm getting a little long a tooth, but they still got me on there. But uh, <laughs> after Union College then, uh, I went to Eastern State College up at Richmond, Kentucky. And then from there, I ended up getting the Naval Reserve and going in the Navy. And uh, ended up going to Naval Air Technical Training Center at Norman, Oklahoma, after my boot camp at Bainbridge, Maryland. 
and uh, end up end up aboard an aircraft carrier, USS wow. Boxer CVA twenty one. Wow! Wow! wow. So, Naval Air worked on the flight deck, and uh, you're looking at somebody that's flown off of a flight deck of an aircraft carrier and landed back on it. It kind of looks wow. like a little postage stamp out there in the middle of the ocean. Now I wasn't a pilot, but uh, I was uh, I was uh, in the seat behind him. So quite exciting to uh, land aboard an aircraft carrier. I've uh, just saw the movie Maverick here last week about the Top Gun people. Yes. So yeah, yeah. I always want to be a jet fighter pilot. And uh, when uh, I got out of the, got out of my two year t- tour of the Naval Reserve, I went back and graduated from University of Kentucky and. Uh, I also went to officer candidate school between my junior and senior year and my senior year. So I actually qualified to go to Naval Flight School, but instead of going, I ended up marrying the love of my life and I didn't go. So who knows how it would have turned out if I went to Naval Flight School. But uh, that brings you up to uh, uh, where I got out of the Navy. <laughs> wow. <clears throat> but that is special. You your wife. Going. You met your wife, and that's very yeah. special. Well, yeah, but- I- because say condolences also to, to, to you or your wife. I mean, we, we know you lost your wife recently, and condolences from us to, to you about that, sir. Yeah, that's right. Yes, uh, we lost her on May the 29th, but uh, we had 63 good years together, and uh, mm-hmm. I, I met her in, in grade school, so we grew up sort of my, uh, together there in the little town of Artemis, and uh, and then when I got out of the Navy, we got married, mm-hmm. had four children, six grandchildren, two wow. great-grandchildren, wow. so... Yeah, you know, she just passed away this past May the 29th. So uh, yes. it's it's been hard, but uh, I'm up at uh, uh, Saratoga Springs, New York, one of my favorite racetracks, and yeah, I have, yeah. happen to be lucky enough and fortunate enough to have a house on Fifth Avenue that backs up to the Oklahoma Training Center. So oh, I, yeah. call wow. it, I call <laughs> it my backyard heaven. I sit here every morning and <laughs> talk to the likes of D. Wayne Lucas on his pony about 40 feet from where I'm sitting. Yes. Right now, and uh, all the exercise boys come by as I'm on the deck back here hollering hello and good morning, Mr. <laughs> and uh, it's quite a, it, it is a backyard heaven, and Saratoga, you know, is one of the, well, I guess it's, in my opinion, the major racetrack in North America, so uh, best horses, best jockeys, best looking owners, it's all up here. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> Well, then you got yourself into the trucking business and stuff like that, and you did some, um, you know, bought some towers and stuff, some with telephones and stuff like that. Could you enlighten us a little bit on that? Yes, uh, uh, I got I got out of the got out of the Navy and uh, 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 went to work with uh, McLean Truck Line, and they sent me to uh, to their uh, executive training school down in Winston Salem, North Carolina, and then to Durham, North Carolina. It took a year to get through it all. I, I studied a little bit of everything about how to become a terminal manager. And when I graduated, they sent me to be the terminal manager in Hartford, Connecticut. Now they call it Hotford up there, but I'm a, I'm a Southerner, so the Yankees call it Hotford. So anyway, I was a terminal manager up there for uh, a couple of years. And uh, me and the wife went up and uh, had uh, one, of our, one of our oldest child uh, was born in North Carolina while I was going to uh, the executive training school. So. Went up to uh, Hartford, Connecticut, was the terminal manager up there, and then uh, decided I didn't want to raise a family up north, so um, moved back to Kentucky and uh, got a job as executive uh, director with the McDuffie Motor Freight. I was our uh, Eastern Division manager, so worked with McDuffie Motor Freight for a couple years, and uh, I always wanted to be an entrepreneur uh, to work for myself. I figured if I could make a living for somebody else, uh, 
you know, help them out while I can also make a living for myself. So got my real estate license and uh, got my real estate business. And uh, a couple of years later, I had 29 employees and was the leading realtor in uh, Lexington, Kentucky. Wow. So, wow. I, uh, you know, uh, I'm a developer. I developed subdivisions and I built, uh, you know, apartment houses and whatever. Mm -hmm. So, uh, and, uh, two things I always thought maybe I was a little bit better than a lot of uh, an average. And that was real estate and uh, a little later on horses. I didn't, uh, I, di I, di I didn't grow up in the horse business. My, uh, my, uh, grandmother had a, had a farm and all we had on that farm was two mules. <laughs> and, and you know what a mule is that's the farthest thing you can uh, find from the well, place for, so. well mr ramsey i used to be a jockey for about 10 to 12, 11 years i raced that woodbine racetrack and i rode a few mules too <laughs> <laughs> they're, they're, so they're a little been... stubborn but uh you know, we, we just use them you know to pull a sled with and plow the garden up and all that mm. my family uh, uh I, I wasn't on the farm but my relatives were so uh, i stayed on the farm a whole lot up my grandmother's house and she taught me a whole lot about gardening and trees and all that so I, i've had a garden all my life still got one this year down in kentucky mm -hmm. i raised tomatoes and corn all the all the stuff that you uh, that you raise so uh, mm -hmm. I, I enjoy a family garden and enjoy tilling it and taking care of it and experimenting with it uh, i had a you know grow a little bigger tomato than the next guy i'm still competitive even in the garden <laughs> You know, to get your hands dirty a little bit, eh? Oh, I don't mind getting my hands dirty at all. <laughs> I, uh, you're lucky. You're lucky you're not in Barbados. We have any monkeys to deal with, man. <laughs> I, I, I try to grow a garden down here, and the monkeys eat more of my produce. I'm, I'm sorry, I didn't understand you. The monkeys down here in Barbados, they don't allow you to early enjoy your gardens when you grow your Oh, stuff. yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the green monkeys. Yeah, we, fed, yes. uh, we had yes. a couple of them there in a quarantine barn at uh, Savannah. Bananas and they yes. real time. You guys got them all domesticated down there. Uh, <laughs> they live among us, you know, <laughs> they steal your stuff and, and just move on. <laughs> they eat all of Sean's greenery and produce. <laughs> yeah. I had um, sweet potatoes and stuff with that and cassava. They just, I didn't get none. <laughs> you you so, talk about Talk about getting your hands dirty. I remember my dad said to me one time, he was a mechanic, heavy yes. duty mechanic, worked on bulldozers and cranes and all the heavy equipment. And uh, he had me changing oil in the cars and spark plug and all that. And uh, he came in one day and I I had the mojo on my hands, cleaned it off, the fingernail clippers, you know, cleaned out my fingernails. And he said to me, he said, son, he said, I think you should get a good education because I can see right now you don't like getting your hands greasy. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, I did that. I, I tried, you know. So. That was good advice, though. Greasy. That was excellent advice to you because, I mean, when you look at your, you know, read all the stuff about you in the business that you control and everything like that, but then you you got out of that business and you sold that business for $39 million. Wow. <laughs> yeah, wow. Uh, I, uh, I married the right lady because of, uh, we got in the cellular telephone business uh, through yes. the lotteries. I found yes. out that, uh, you know, I was uh, <clears throat> found out about the cellular telephone business. And I said, hey, man, gee, gee that's a that's a better mousetrap. If a man can sit in his on his boat, you know, in the middle of the middle of the lake and uh, call his wife to bring and see if she needs to bring home a loaf of bread or whatever. That's better <laughs> than tied down to a landline phone. So right. I, I did a little research, tried to find out how I, how I can get a piece of that and found out that it's going to be conducted by lotteries. 
So me and the wife, we applied for the lottery. And uh, lo and behold, she won a market uh, just outside of Atlanta, Georgia, in Gainesville, Georgia. So wow. uh, a lot of people sold their license, but uh, being an entrepreneur, we decided we'd build it out. So we didn't sell ours. We built it out, and uh, my family went down and ran it. And uh, then finally, uh, I got to the point where uh, I, I couldn't compete against the AT&Ts and the big boys. I didn't have deep enough pockets and couldn't buy, couldn't buy enough neighboring, uh, you know, markets to, to tie them all together. So I got an offer I couldn't refuse. And like you say, that many million dollars, I couldn't refuse. So I sold out and uh, enjoyed life ever since. But my wife was the one who won the lottery, not me. Oh. <laughs> yeah. any, any thoughts about leaving her after she won the lottery was plasticized. So we'll stay with her now. <laughs> but she might have won the lottery for the cellular business, but you won the lottery in that you got your wife, and she's That's your right. lottery. <laughs> we, we made a, made a good made a good team all the way yeah. through. We yeah. never argued about money our entire life, where we had a little or a lot or none, and. We had all three. <laughs> <laughs> so that's that's after doing that. That's where you 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 led yourself into the horse horse business. Well, yes. Yeah. So she she thought we all. I said, well, hey, you know, I've always loved the horses. I've, I'm a born gambler. In other words, <laughs> I like to uh, speculate. You know, I'm a risk taker. You're going to be an entrepreneur. You know, you got to you got to take a few risks. Take a risk. so, uh, that that's right down my, my down my alley. I enjoy doing that. So. Uh, we played the lottery and, and we ended up winning. And and uh, then uh, she wanted to, I said, I'm going to get some horses. So she thought we ought to get three or four, but I don't do anything on a small scale. So uh, I ended up at one point uh, counting my broodmares and the two-year-olds, the yearlings, the weanlings, all of them. We had 780 some horses. Yeah, I saw wow. that. Wow. Like, so wow, that was pretty. Any, that, that's got to be a foolish person with the endeavor to have that much. <laughs> and, uh, so anyway, and then, then we on the land deal, uh, we, she thought we'd buy a small farm. So we end up end up buying the uh, Almahurst farm there in Kentucky. It started out 400 and some acres, and we kept expanding it. I didn't want to own all the property down there. I just wanted to own what joined me. <laughs> so actually, we ended up about 2,600 acres at one point. I've sold wow. some of it off now, and I'm downsizing. You know, I'll be... Uh, be 87 the third day of November. So uh, yeah. gotta, it's time to smell the roses a little bit instead of trying to grow them. Correct. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. But when you have 700 horses, how much money does that take to, to feed them a month, though? That's, it had to be a lot of money, eh? It took too much, and that's, that's why I had to downsize. I got the yeah, point. That, that's a lot of, of money. You know, my, my accountant kept saying, hey, you know, you got too many, you got too many, and finally realized that uh, they was correct. So uh, mm -hmm. anyway, uh, the horse business has been great to me. I had to decide early on whether I was going to be uh, on a volume deal or to try to have the quality. So I decided I'd go by volume, and it turned out well because, uh, you know, I've, like I've won the, uh, been the leading owner at Churchill Downs 33 times. Wow. Leading, wow. Leading, leading owner at Keeneland, I think. 20 sometimes and Turfway Park, I don't know. And I'm six years in a row with the leading owner down at Kentucky Downs where they have the high purses. Been the leading owner twice up here at Saratoga, down at Belmont, uh, you know, all over. So I met a lot of people all over the world, won the Dubai World Cup, won more races than anybody ever in the history of the state of Kentucky. So, uh, you know, we'll set some records. It's, it's going to be up there for a while, but uh, 
still have not won the big one here in Kentucky. The Kentucky yeah, that one keeps eluding you all the time. But I want talking about all of that. I want to say, like, when you check your career stats here, I'm talking about career. You had nine thousand eight hundred and eighty-nine starts, two thousand two hundred and forty-one wins. Let's talk about the earnings: ninety-eight million seven hundred and five thousand two hundred and fifty-two. Man, I, I'll tell you what. Now that's only since 2000. Yeah, that's, I know. That's that's the all, all the echo base has got. I go. Yeah, back. yeah. We haven't gone to 2022 or 2021 yet either. You know, I mean, you're still climbing the ladder up here. But I mean, yeah. just to, if, you, if you go back since I've been in the business 50 some years, uh, yeah. like I started, I think in the 19, I don't know, 1960s. You don't have all those races no, that I won no, in no, the 70s, not. 80s, 90s, but you just yeah. have them from 2000 on. So. Yeah, we we won well over a hundred million dollars and and over a hundred uh, greatest stake races. So uh, mm. you know, I've been there and done that. And at, at this phase of my life, I always say, well, it's better to be a has been than it <laughs> never was. So <laughs> I've, I've been to the top of the mountain. And I'm trying to climb back up one more time. <laughs> do, you, do you have goals of of, of winning, um, like going to Ascot more often or trying to win the, the Australian Melbourne Cup or those type of races? I mean, your, your horses are really turf. You have a lot of good, great turf horses. Well, I have uh, I've been, I was, I was the first owner, actually, with Wesley Ward. Me and him mm -hmm. together went over there with horses the first time. Yes. And, uh, so about a week before we was ready to go, another guy called up and said, hey, I'd like to take my horse over there, too. Said, would you, you guys like to have one more go? And he mm -hmm. said, I'll, you know, pay a third of the price. So, hey, oh, come, come on, come on. So we brought him in. And lo and behold, one of my horses got sick and didn't even get the start. And the other one uh, did not break at all. So his horse ended up winning. So Wesley Ward's very first horse that he won over there wasn't mine, but it went on the load that I'd scheduled. So yes, back several times. I've uh, got two seconds. Uh, got a second with Cannonball in the in the big in the big race over there that the Queen presented the trophy. It's called the Queen's Vase or Voss. Mm -hmm. They call yeah, it Voss yeah. over there. The only, yeah. the only difference in a vase and a Voss, I think, is two thousand dollars. So just <laughs> <laughs> missed. Frankie Detore was riding for me, and he got started. He said a couple step late, and if he'd have been a little bit earlier, we only got beat a neck. So he got off, and he says close but no cigar i wish i could have got the money for you and of course the queen was there to present the trophy but i got to go down in the uh, winner circle because over there they have the first three finishers you know down the yes. winner circle. so uh as a, as a result of that it turned out that uh, i did get an up close view of the queen got to see her and all, all that and uh, that later on turned into a few other things so uh i've actually had high tea with the queen later on but not that time <laughs> <laughs> talking about the grass you bred a really good horse and you i think that was named after your wife also well she named the horse they oh, belonged to her the... yeah oh, kittens, okay. kittens joy she thought that, that 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 would be a good name for the horse she said that'll bring us a lot of joy i got a feeling about this horse all right and i said hey you know if he could be a stallion prospect someday that's kind of a feminine name kittens joy and she <laughs> said, well, well he's mine and that's what i want to name him so at the end of the conversation we named him kittens joy and, um, he did bring a lot of joy in other words he won all those stake races and won the eclipse award won over two million dollars uh he's put us on the map I mean, all these awards and things we got for breeder and owner and all that, none mm -hmm. of that would have been a possible oh, yeah. probably, you know, without Kitten's Joy. So, unfortunately, we lost him uh, last yeah. month, and uh, that was a big blow. Brought him back on the farm. We 
We got a three-quarter size uh, statue of it up in front of my office, and mm-hmm. uh, we've got we buried him in the in the corner of the paddock, or kind of in the in the in the, in the, in the making a big arc, we're putting up a real nice place for him down there. Brought him back to the farm and buried him, but that's very sad. Uh, you know, it's been a been a tough year so far to lose. Yes. It's this horse we ever had in life, too. 2022 hasn't been good to you, man. It's not, but uh, I'm looking forward to the rest of it. Matter of fact, uh, me and my, one of my sons, Jeffrey, and my daughter, uh, Jill, and her husband, Kenneth, are going on a Viking River cruise 12 days uh, starting uh August, we're flying over August the 28th to Egypt. We're going to see the oh, pyramids wow. before they fall down and the <laughs> Valley of the Kings and the Aswan High Dam and all that. So that'll, that'll be be very interesting and very enlightening to go over there. So uh, I may send you guys a picture of me riding a camel. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I want to I wanna jump back a little bit back about Kid and Joy, though, because you had some, that horse, you hadn't run him on the dirt before. And I think the famous Jerry Bailey had a, a little something to do with that horse. Well, he did run on the dirt the very first time. Uh, matter of fact, one of the jockeys up here, so we went over to the Carioti thing the other night, and a jockey came up to me, Lutz, he rode him first time on the dirt. And he got off, and he said, I don't think it's a dirt horse. And then <clears throat> Jerry Bailey became his jockey, and, and I said, the other jockey said he didn't think maybe he was as good on the dirt, on the, uh, would be better on the turf. So Jerry said, well, let me take him out and, 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 and work him. So we took him out down at uh, Palm, uh, Palm Meadows and uh, worked the horse. And he said, hey, you know, you don't need to put this horse back on the dirt. He really got a really good kick on the turf, doesn't have it on the dirt. Mm-hmm. So uh, Jerry Bailey became our regular rider and stayed with him all the way through up until the time we went to the Breeders' Cup. Is a uh, very... Uh, uh, next with Lias and Jerry Bailey fell off the ladder down and uh, having a hurricane down in Miami and he fell off the ladder and broke his arm. Whoa. So, uh, oh. I said, Jerry, you can't ride. But anyway, he called me and uh, a couple of weeks later and he says, I got my arm patched up. He said, I need to ride this horse. And I said, Jerry, you've not ridden in two or three weeks. Uh, you know, uh, that, that just doesn't make sense. So uh, anyway, I ended up taking him off the horse and uh, putting uh, John Velasquez on. So I was out at Lone Star Park, first time I'd ever been out there, and it poured the rain the day before and the night before. It was a fog. So we got out and walked the, I walked the, uh, the track the next morning, me and John and uh, Angel Cordero, his agent at the time, and uh, everybody decided to stay off the rail. If the track didn't drain all that well, stay in the middle of the track, stay in the middle of the track. So guess what happens? John, John heads for home, and I don't know, instinctively, he said he got pushed over, but he, they pushed him over on the rail, he stayed on the rail all the way down, and just before, like like 50 yards or something, before he got to the finish line, he got out and ended up hurting the horse's knee as a result of that. And we run second, and the horse that beat us come rolling down the middle of the track. So they all said, you had the best horse, but Grace and Luck beat us. But we still got the Eclipse Award for the entire body of work he'd done. So can't complain. Jerry Bailey said to me after that, he said, uh, Ken, won't you always wonder if you left me on? <laughs> I have been in the middle of the track where the going was good instead of on the rail. <laughs> and I named the horse that. Won't you always wonder? Always wonder. Always wonder. Yeah. Always wonder. So what was Kidden's always sire and what was his and um, his dam? Uh, he was by El Prado, uh, who uh, traces back to uh, Northern Dancer and Niarco. In other words, it, the sire line was great. In other words, he had all these really good 
grade one sires before him all on the turf. And then he was out of kittens first. That's why he belonged to my wife, because we started out in the racing business and she had her stable and I had mine. Uh, of course, wow. she had the money, you know, she was the one who won the lottery, not me. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway, the very first year we ran over at Churchill Downs, I don't remember exactly how many numbers it was, but let's say I had uh, two wins and she had three together. So we had, say, five wins. And, but, and the leading owner only had four or whatever the number was. But anyway, if we'd have been joined forces together, we would have been the leading owner at Churchill Downs. Yeah. Well, it was somebody else beat us. So I said, hey, we need to team up and go together. Yes. He says, well, which silks we're going to use, mine or yours? <laughs> and mine had the uh, uh, white silks with a big red R on the back and front, and hers was the uh, what I call the LSU silks. They was green and purple and and uh, and and, the, and, uh, and green, purple, and, and, and orange, I guess. Anyway, so I said, since your last name is Ramsey and mine is too, why don't we go with the Ramsey silks? <laughs> That's what we did. And, and the next year, I don't know if we was the leading owner or not, but, we, but anyway, uh, subsequently, we've been the leading owner 33 times. We, wow. and that's probably it. We run out of ammunition now. We don't have enough bullets to, to be. So now we're going with the quality instead of the quantity. <laughs> Good thing. But I believe, I love to hear how sharp your mind is. I mean, kudos <laughs> to you. You're remembering all the breeders, the sires, the dams, all these horses, all these lovely memories. So, fantastic job on you. <laughs> well, you know, I try to eat right. I'm a health nut. I don't... Uh, eat this bad stuff no processed food if it don't grow in the ground or off the tree i try not to eat it so uh eat your veggies and i don't eat the partially hydrogenated stuff and and the processed food so uh, what what god grows naturally that's what i try to eat and, uh, that's very good I advice think, i think one day you go to, to the barbados you should ask that guy sean hall for a little sugar cane juice <laughs> <laughs> you know well, I, I do not eat any artificial sugars. No, this, well, you're no, right. this is not artificial. The natural cane juice. You, I'll get you to Mr. Sean Hall when you go to Barbados to make sure that he gets you a, a glass of that wonderful cane juice he has down there to share. I have you. some. I have some chilling ready to sip a little later. Just for you. There you go. So make sure, <laughs> make sure you do. Well, I have three things still on my bucket list. I want to do. And in other words, I got to win that Kentucky Derby, and I got to, I got to win a race over at Royal Ascot. Uh, especially, I like to win one, you know, while the while the queen is still going over there. Right. And uh, then I, I got to win one more Barbados Gold Cup, my fourth one, because uh, my trainer Safi Joseph, his father has won the Barbados Gold Cup, and I think his brother too, but he's not won one. So look out for us the first Saturday in March in 2023, assuming that Sandy Lane does have the Gold Cup again, and and well, I, I hope they really do. Let's promote that right here, right now, so they all can hear Absolutely. us talking about that. So as we get those owners down in Barbados to get themselves together, because your granddaughter was just in Barbados, and you got Mr. David Seals to take around. So if you want to send a message out to Mr. David Seals, let us hear it. Well, i tell you what. I talked to Sir David about uh, 10 days ago, talked to him and, and Lady Ann both. And uh, my secretary, uh, she'd been with him about 26 years. <clears throat> her daughter got married and uh, was going to Barbados on her honeymoon. So uh, Janine Hamilton called me up and she said, uh, do you have any connections to Aunt Barbados that they'd like to go tour the rum factory down there? And I said, Carnex connections? Sir David owns four square rum factory. <laughs> uh, you know, I, I don't know that he gives public tours. Anyway, I called and uh, hey, could, could have been nicer, couldn't have been better. 
and uh, come on down. So they give her a tour. Uh, when I was over there now, he gave me the best bottle of uh, rum that he had. I mean, mm. this is like 10 years old. I still haven't drunk it. I'm saving it for a special occasion. But uh, oh. I, mean, I went to the fourth Barbados Gold Cup. I may break it open. And, and <laughs> what about a first Kentucky Derby? Imagine a Barbados bottle of rum in the Kentucky Derby's winning circle. That would, I like that, the sound that of that. That would be a, 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 an occasion. That would be better than drinking Maker's Mark or whatever they pull the competition <laughs> to that. Okay, let's not get to the Kentucky Derby yet, Brent, because we want to promote our Gold Cup a little more because I got no. a great batch of husbands that wouldn't mind winning another Gold Cup down there also for Mr. Ramsey, you know? So let's let's stick on our Gold Cup a little bit because we want to promote Wait, What I would like to ask Mr. Ramsey. Pardon? What, what, what was the feeling like winning Gold Cups here in Barbados? How, now, tell me I'll, that feeling. I'll, I'll tell you what. The first time I was down there in 2014, I won with a horse called Marva, uh, uh, Modern Marvel. And that, I only brought one horse down. Patrick Husbands rode him, and a few guys were going in and out of the airport now at Barbados. You'll see the big sign hanging up there in the airport with my horse, the big red R on the front, yes. and my, my, mine, my wife's horse. I'll put it to both of us. <laughs> Patrick Husbands in the saddle. Yes. So uh, that was 2014. So then I come back in 2015 with one called Sellers Creek, and uh, and, and I, I brought an entry that time because. Uh, they told me, you know, I'd be, have a target the next time I came down. I would need it two. So if I took one of them out, I'd still have the left one. And I said, hey, if the left one don't get them, maybe the right one will. So brought a horse down named Gentleman's Kitten. Patrick rode him, went off the big favorite. Well, he didn't have the best of racing luck. We won't call any names or any description. He didn't have the best of racing luck. But uh, on, the, on the other horse was uh, Rico Walcott, the yes. horse called Sayers Creek, and he ended up winning the race. Yes. And the reason why he won, they slowed the fractions down. I mean, they just creeped around there, and he took the lead, and everybody called him quit because he wasn't that good a horse, and he and he stole the race. So <laughs> Rico got it, and uh, he's now riding up in Manitoba and Alberta up in Canada. Yes. Yeah. And then it comes 2016, and I come down with a horse called High Noon Rider. We thought he'd win for sure, and we even brought our own jockey in, Rafael Hernandez, who was rode him all the time so uh anyway we got upset by 2016 by dorset <laughs> so we'll, we'll 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 get them next year so 2017 i come back with a horse named watch your uh watch your own bobber you know when you fish and you watch your own bobber when you're fishing well mm -hmm. <laughs> the irony of this is that my trainer Safi joseph jr claimed that horse and turned him over to robert pierce to train him and uh, so the horse that beat me in both 16 and 17 was claimed up here at Gulfstream Park by my, by my now trainer. So <laughs> I learned my lesson. So instead of taking the Hernandez back the next time, I said, look, we're, we're, we're going down 2018. I'm so I took my grandson down. He's assistant trainer to Mike Maker. As a matter of fact, he's out at Del Mar now. <clears throat> Him and his, uh, his wife, Katie Clausen, who was a runner-up for the Eclipse Award at Yes. apprentice jockey in her year and yeah. they've got a new great granddaughter for me uh catherine uh elizabeth um, no 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 <laughs> elizabeth look uh, katie's daughter uh i'm getting mixed up katie and catherine and, and, <laughs> anyway so brought two of them down and this time we ran one two and jalon samuels who had beat me riding dorset the previous two times i rode him and he won made him three in a row so we ran one, two. Can't beat that. That's fantastic. And, uh, 
Yeah, that's the year I think I helped you guys out with the horse that came second. Pardon? I think that's the year I helped you out when um your he, when the horse that came second he he banged his knee. Yeah. When he came came in. Oh, that, that, I, that was the year you helped me out. Yeah. 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 But, but I but I won with yeah, the other. Yeah. Not in copper was the one that ran second. That's right. And yeah, we won with Sir Dudley Diggs. That's right. <laughs> correct. Correct. So Dudley that, Diggs won. Named for one of my ancestors, Sir Dudley Diggs. Oh, yeah. okay. he ran here. He ran up here in Canada, right? Yes, Sir and, Dudley Diggs. Yeah, yeah. He, he won the Canadian. Um, he, didn't he win the Queen's Plate or something? Queen's Plate, yeah, yeah, yeah. He won. He won, yeah. he won, he won the Queen's Plate. Yeah. And yeah. Then, uh, then a really nice thing happened the next year. Uh, my good friend, uh, uh, Mr. Nick, we called him. I, I get Paravicino. Mr. Nick Paravicino. Uh, yeah, Paravicino. He 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 beat me. Uh, down there with a with a, a filly called Celestial yes. Celestial Song. Yeah, Celestial yes. Storm. Storm uh, and, yeah. In the sprint race, I brought a, I brought a, a filly down named Catherine's Cat, and I yes. thought she'd be a sense. She went off odds on, and uh, Mr. Nick's horse beat me by a head. My, my jockey got carried way out in the next to the fence. So uh, I congratulated him warmly because he'd invited him over to his home and. And uh, Roger was training him, and of course his grandson now is up in Canada. I'm not Canada, yes. but Wood, Woodbine. Woodbine. Yeah, well, well, Woodbine is in Canada. Yeah. Wood, Woodbine training horses. Then he came back the next year, and uh, won the Barbados Gold Cup with Celeste. Right. So that was very warm, and I, and of course, he's passed away now. So I called him and congratulated him, and then uh, last year, well, then well, then didn't have it last year, but. Uh, then Sir David ended up winning his eighth one down there, him and Lady mm -hmm. Anne with, with Matt Crowder, again with Jan, uh, Jalen Samuel. So if I come down to power this year, I'm going to have Jalen Samuel on one of them and have, uh, uh, I think we've gone off, didn't we? No, no, we're still here. I was having, having Jalen Samuel's on one and Patrick Husband's on the other one. Now, oh. matter, I've already got a call on Patrick Husband's. His jockey agent called me the other day. <laughs> hey, you're going down if they have it. He said, you got me, you got me. <laughs> so it's recorded, Leroy. You can't jump Leroy. <laughs> we got to get, get both of these guys back in the winner's circle, man. You know? I, I, I've never been treated any better in my life than I have down there. A guy named Kenneth, I uh, can't think of his last name, but He's a security guard out the racetrack and also at the airport. He, he meets me down there and gets me off the plane and escorts yeah. me through escorts me through customs and um, you know can't beat it can't beat it. Uh, I think all I could tell you is you are very well loved here in Barbados. I mean, people are begging you. Beg, beg, they were telling me to beg you to please come back. <laughs> you know I, mean? <laughs> I tell you what, the first time I was down there, I've got these little pins. I got one right here. You see it? Yeah, little, little pins and I pass out. Yes. Yeah. Well, I was passed them out and uh, was over there at the track uh, watching a horse workout. And I don't know, there was five or six little boys came up and I passed those pins out. And uh, all of a sudden, all of a sudden, there's about 10 little boys there. And I looked, and I only had two left. <laughs> and I said, oh, my gosh, you know, I've only got two left. So about 10 little hands went up wanting one. And I said, tell you what, I'm I'm not. I'm not gonna make all you eight of you mad to give two make two of you happy. So you guys come back in the morning, and I'll give all of you a pin because I got some more to hotel. 
Yes. So I go back the next morning, there's like 20 or 30 little boys out there. <laughs> <laughs> go around Barbados, you'll see a lot of my little pins down there. But now these kids are grown up. I mean, they're yeah. teenagers or adults. But anyway, uh, mm. be, be nice little boys, you know. When they grow up, they'll take care of you. <laughs> if you continue in this fashion, you're going to be a candidate to be an honorary Barbadian. What do you, what do you think of that? Did you say I'm what? If you keep on in this fashion where people, Barbadians, are begging you to come and they're every every great thing, you're going to be a candidate for an honorary Barbadian, you know? Well, that that, that would be an honor. I, I, I got a trophy that was presented to me the last time I was down there. I was supposed to be presented in the winter circle. The only problem yes. is I didn't win. <laughs> so they <laughs> presented to me outside of that. And uh, it was a really nice trophy. had my name engraved on it and all the beautiful. Yeah. And it said from the people of Barbados. So yeah. I, 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 thought, I thought that I thought that was that was great. And they, oh. uh, a couple of them called me Mr. Ambassador. So I was like, <laughs> oh, that, that's an honor to be called Mr. Ambassador in Barbados. No, oh, I mean, definitely. We had we didn't you speaking about Barbados around you know when you do interviews and I, I think with you talking about our country the way you do, you do a better job than any anybody possible could do. Because you know, you got a big following and you're the best owner breeder in North America and you're talking about this little island. I mean, it's I really appreciate that you do that. I mean, and I, I really thank you for to do enough for this country because we need all the um all the hype we could get well that's, <laughs> well, that's I, what... I, I tell you what uh in addition to sir david seal down there you also just passed away you had another uh sir uh, sir uh, uh sir charles williams sir, yeah, sir charles, charles williams yeah. charlie o williams he invited yeah. me out to the polo match yes and he says uh, we want you to throw out the uh, ball for the first chucker Yes. And, I, and I said, really? Because I, I, I take I took my trophy out there and everybody enjoyed seeing the trophy at the polo match. Mm -hmm. I got pictures hanging on the wall. You know, I, I, all three times I've been out to the polo match a day after the polo, a day after the, the gold cup. So I've got one lady. See, she said she had three pictures of me hanging on the wall for the three times I had the trophy out there at the polo match. Mm -hmm. Anyway, uh, I remember uh I, I called him Sir Charles, and he says, "Don't call me Sir Charles." He says, "Call me Cal." <laughs> and I said, "So." Anyway, the next time I saw him, I, I called him Sir Charles. He says, "My friends all call me Cal." And I said, <laughs> "I think you're one of my friends." So they're out. I called him Cal. <laughs> it doesn't sound very really appropriate, you know. That's a little. I thought that was a little demeaning, you know, but. But anyway, I called that him down. He answered his, to it. <laughs> his initials are C for Charles, O for Othniel, and Williams. So C-O-W is his first initials of his first name, his second name, and his last name. Mm -hmm. Everyone's known him since the 80s. Remember that commercial on TV or on radio, Sean? CEO Williams yeah, yeah. Construction <laughs> Company. Well, he was super so, nice to me. He brought a flatbed trailer out there, and uh, and he said, "We, I want you to present the trophy and the uh, little and the awards to all the uh, the winning team." So uh, that's right down my alley, you know. I never never saw a camera or something I wouldn't run in front of. So <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, so when they, when it come time to present the trophy, well, he called me up and uh, you know introduced me to the, all the captain and all that. So uh, Barbados didn't win it that year. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, I I enjoy the, uh, the the beach out there. 
especially mm -hmm. the horses swimming out there. I stayed at the Radisson and the yes. other little beautiful beach out there. And uh, I got a couple of pictures of myself riding the horses out there, you know, Jonathan Simpson, my trainer. And, and of course, mm -hmm. uh, his, his mother, Angela, she took care of my wife and brought stuff out there. And, you know, you know, Mr. Nick and Sir David Seal and Cal and Angela and Kenneth and all of them. Uh, mm -hmm. It's, you know, it's kind of like family going down there. It is great, man. Good to hear that. <laughs> Well, we want to create that all over again. So we want to, like I said, we're, we're, we're shouting out to the Barbadian people down there that's listening to the show, the owners and all of you have down there to have some horses ready because Mr. Ramsey is coming down. So let's have a big field down there for that day of the Gold Cup. So we, we haven't had a Gold Cup in over two years, boys. Yeah. Right? But Mr. Yeah. Ramsey, is it, is it possible that you could get any of your friends to bring horses down here too to make it more interested? Well, you mean bring some more competition down in addition? So you know, it's a weak competition, man. You have problems with horses down here. That's the problem, man. You need, you need horses. So, uh, well, yes, I, I've, I've got a few friends up here in the horse business. I'll sit, see if I can have them bring a bum or two down there to fill the field. <laughs> right, right. <laughs> just to fill the race. We just want to fill the race. We just want some fillers, man. We don't need nothing to, to I've, I've, got a really good, I've got a really good horse I named Ramsey Solution. And my okay. trainer is telling me that now he may be too good to take down to Barbados, you know. That's what Chad Brown told me one year when I had uh, Shining Copper. He was right at his peak form. And I yes. said, Chad, I want to I want to take him down there and win another Barbados Gold Cup. He says, Ken, th this horse can win the Grade Ones up here. You don't need to take him down there. Yes. And he said, you know, the, the the purse is not sufficient. And I said, hey, you know, it's not the money. It's the, it's the, uh, you know, I don't know what it is, but it's atmosphere, <laughs> the whole thing. So anyway, I let Chad talk me out of bringing him down there. And the next year, I took him away from Chad and brought him back, and he ran second. Oh, <laughs> so, oh. <laughs> over the hill that last that last time down. So I'll, I'll bring a better one down there than competitors do, or I, I think I will. So uh, I'll, I'll see if I can drum up some what, interest. What type of horse do you think you have to have to win a Gold Cup? I'd say you have to have at least a, 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 a one up here. Uh, I think uh, uh, when Safi claimed uh, uh, Dorset, I believe you paid forty thousand dollars for him. So I'd say if you want to be competitive, you claim one. If you want to claim one. You need at least a forty or fifty thousand dollar claimer up here in Gulfstream to win down there, because uh, they they got some pretty good horses down there in, in Barbados. And Sir uh, Sir David, he always tries to come up with a good one. That's why he's won eight right, won it eight mm -hmm. times. Yeah, <clears throat> I mean, something tells me Mr. Cecile might bring a good one too. So maybe you should bring two <laughs> or three. Well, I'm planning on bringing two. I'm planning okay, on bringing good. two. So uh, I'll be coming up the target on my back because. My summary down there. I've I've been down there five times. I got three wins and three seconds, mm -hmm. and, and 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 a third, and then that one that went off the big favorite, and I won with the long shot. Uh, he ran fourth. They thought mm -hmm. there might be a conspiracy on. I had a couple of guys come up and said, "Hey, your favorite lost. Your long shot <laughs> won." Said, he, he said, "Which ones you bet on?" <laughs> I said, "Well, I bet on both of them. You know, I have to be diplomatic. I didn't want to bet on like I." Didn't bet on a little. I, I did. I did bet on both of them. Tell you the truth. <laughs> um, during your, your your things of racing and going on to race, did you ever get ch chance to meet um Robert Sankster? Robert Sankster is um uh, him and two other guys own Coolmore, uh, mm -hmm. so that would probably be my 
if I want to get over to Royal Ascot, I probably need to get a connection with them. And of course, Tabor owns a third of it, and uh, and Magner owns a third. And I think my friend Michael, I mean uh, uh, Smith, who Derek Smith, yeah, Derek Smith, who uh, who lives there in Barbados, or at least winters out there, stays out I think in a Sandy Lane hotel or someplace. Yes. So yeah. I, I know Derek. He's been super kind to me. He's come down, and congratulated me each time we've won, mm-hmm. and invited me up to the Sandy Lane, uh, you know, suite where they serve all the booze and all the good food. So mm-hmm. uh, maybe he could put in a word for me to get me tied in with a winning trainer over at Royal Ascot. Maybe uh, some guy called Adrian O'Brien. <laughs> <laughs> maybe he's listening. Okay, who knows? Yeah. We, hope, we hope to get those big guys listening. Because in 1996, I wanted to go cut myself for Robert Sangster. So it was, it was an honor for me also, because, you know, as you know, Mr. Sangster has won a lot of big races around the world. And when I delivered the Gold Cup to him at number one, Sandy Lane, and I put that Gold Cup right in between all those um, the Melbourne Cups and Breeders' Cups and Art de Triomphe and that kind of stuff, it was an honor. So, I mean... Where does your World Cup stay? I have three of them in my trophy case at the entrance to my house, right, wow. in the, right, right, right with my uh, Clips Awards and for owner and breeder and and uh, my Dubai World Cup is in that trophy case. Wow. So uh, wow. my, my Arlington Million trophy is in that trophy case. So, <laughs> my so Queen, says, Queen's plate in there. No, it's well, it's, that's how you big guys do it then. I mean, because <laughs> Robert Sexton did the same thing. Well, you guys put up a, a really big trophy. Now, all that glitters is not gold. It's not gold, or I'd have to have a security guard guarding <laughs> They fly it over on British Airways, you know, yes. so it's, it's brought in. So you, you, you tell Sandy Lane they need to, you know, have another one down there to bring a tourist in because that's that, – that's that's what you guys are in business for, the tourists down there. That's right. right. Absolutely. And, yes. and the COVID thing, you know, has really, really hurt the island, according to what, yes. what, I, what, I, what I hear, because uh, like Sandy Lane Gold Cup, I mean, the Sandy Lane Hotel itself and the Green mm-hmm. Monkey Golf Course, I mean, the yes. tourists don't come in, uh, you know, you don't bring the revenue in. Right. Well, Mr. Ramsey, is it too much to ask one of your family members to maybe send us a picture of your trophy case with a gold cup? Wouldn't that look great, Sean? Yeah. I will will do that. If someone could send us a little email with that photo, just the Barbados Gold Cup, maybe next to one of the Dubai World Cup (laughs) trophy as well. I'll be going back to Kentucky here in a couple of weeks. I'll personally get the picture and and send it down to you. And I promise each one of you, I'll give you one of my pins when I come down so you can Wear it proudly in your lapel. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> accepted. Challenge and, and, accepted. And, and, and invite you to the, uh, you know, the gold clerk winter circle because uh, yeah. men trophy are not, men uh, Safi are not coming down there for the weather. We're coming okay. down there. Okay. <laughs> I like okay. That. I love that. <laughs> Although the weather is nice. Okay. I have to admit that. Yeah. yeah I love and that. The food love is that. great too. That's oh, you guys got, it. it, it, it is a, a, a it's a it's a paradise to go to. So uh, uh, I, wow. I'm glad my secretary. Hey, I, I can't really take credit for her coming down around her honeymoon, but I might have been a little bit influential in it because I brag so much about Bar- Barbados. Yes. 
Yes. My secretary said, hey, I think my, my daughter would like to go there on her honeymoon. And I said, hey, she can't beat that. That's You're going to go to the islands, go to Barbados. Well, I sent two tourists down there already. All, All right. right. Wow. The promotion. We'll be sure to let the tourism authority know that. Yes. Well, I think what we're watching. Um, I think Barbados have to give us a little something here for we're promoting Barbados so well. And we forgot about Mr. Uh, Ramsey's journey. And we've gone speaking about highly about Barbados and what they've done and what he's done for Barbados. But I want to jump back into the horses a little bit, Mr. Ramsey, because okay. you have so much success with the horses and stuff like that. And I've you've downsized so much and everything. But what message can you send out to there to a lot of the young guys coming up today into this game that you started and where you went and where you are today? What can you help a lot of the younger people that try to get into this game that, you know, it's not the same as it used to be? What you want to do, you want to get get, get the, the best people you can around you. In other words, try to get the best. If you want to beat the best, then you got to run against the best and you got to be the best. So to do that, you have to have the top trainers, the top jockeys, and uh, all the other people, like, like the ladies doing the advertisement here before my, I came on. Veterinary. Uh, yes. Need the chiropractors. Yes. Everybody take care of the little details. Somebody that feeds their horses well and all that. And I have, uh, I've started off several successful uh, uh, trainers up here, like Chad Brown. His very first winner was for me. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, Mike Maker, I gave him 10 horses to start with. Chuck Simon was my private trainer for a while. got him started. Uh, Joe Sharp, you know, quite a few of the younger trainers are very successful now. I'm not saying that, that what I did, I, I helped them get started. Yes. But, you know, some of them asked me for, you know, what I thought about this and what I thought about that. And uh, I advise them, get the best people you can around you and try to get the best horse you can get. In other mm -hmm. words, you want to associate yourself with the best people and try to run against the worst horses, okay? <laughs> management, <laughs> management. You, you need a trainer that knows how to spot them. How to win that? How to read the condition book, and and knows you know like you don't run a maiden in a stake race, or you know wins one race, you run them in non-winners of two, non-winners of three, and all that. And once you find out the the, the class that he is, where he's a ten thousand dollar claimer or a stake race, you keep them where they can win. So mm -hmm. uh, I I know how to read a condition book, like me and Safi discuss where we're going to run the horses, and and uh, when we come down to Barbados, we'll bring two horses down there that we think are going to be competitive. And, uh, you know, you, and then the jockey, the end's got to make a split second decision. If he gets in, you know, in a blind switch or they, somebody crowds him or whatever happened and loses a stirrup, he knows how to adjust and make the most out of a bad situation. And uh, if you're going to, somebody's going to try to breed one, then the mare is very, very important. You want a mare that had a little class to her and a little early speed because speed is what wins races. Uh, and of course, you know, you got two or three speed horses up there, then that sets it up for a horse that's what we call a closer. Uh, but, uh, I, you know, try to, the whole saying here in America is you try to breed the best to the best and hope for the best. So that's the advice, and that's not something I came up with. That's the way it always been. Mm, awesome advice. Now, next thing I want to get into because we're speaking so much about Barbados, and I think while well, we produce some of the great horsemen, we got Sir Michael Stout, that's we know he's in Europe doing tremendous things we got the great patrick husbands as a jockey that's doing yeah. tremendous things and a lot of great young riders behind him following now you got the one and upcoming young trainer safi yes you know we had him on our show the other day and i mean he taught us a lot on the show and the things oh he conducted his business the way he is with his staff treating the staff and talking about them but the performance he has out there on the racetrack from the results that he he, he gets 
I mean, what did you see in this young trainer that made you say, look, I got to give this guy a shot? Well, I met him in Barbados. I was impressed by him at the time. I really didn't need him at the time. I had other trainers. And then when I downsized and got, <clears throat> got down to where I am now, I wanted to win another Barbados Gold Cup, and I saw him over at Gulfstream, and he said, uh, you haven't forgotten about me, have you? And I said, no. So then when I was needing a trainer to go back to Barbados, I uh, decided to give him a call. I checked his uh, statistics. He went in, uh, you know, 20-some percent of his starts, and that's one of my criteria for judging somebody that, uh, as a trainer. If you win 22, 23, 24 percent of your starts, then you know how to read a condition book. And I, I checked his, uh, <clears throat> his, uh, his, his people that work with him, I uh, had a good recommendation. Uh, I did a little research on him, other than just his <laughs> existence. He's a, he's a good person. In addition to that, he's what you know. He's married, settled down, got a wife, two really nice kids. Uh, you know, they he's done well up here at Saratoga. He's already won a couple of races. Uh, gets along well with people. So I, I thought he was an up, what I call an up and comer. But now he's uh, he's already he's already up. <laughs> he's already up. <laughs> in other words, but the trajectory is still on the rise. In other yes. words, he has yeah. not hit his peak yet. No. Now, some, of the, some of the guys like me are over the hill. You know, they're trying to make a comeback <laughs> to get back on top of the mountain, and uh, he's not been all the way to the top of the mountain yet. But he's on the way up. Yes. He's been running horses. It's a big races. He won the Pennsylvania Derby, and he had a horse in the Derby this year. And I had a horse in the Preakness, so yeah. he's going through the steps of learning. Uh, and uh, you know, you know, experience is really a good teacher. So uh, to lose is no disgrace. That's just experience that <laughs> helps you figure out what to do the next time, not to repeat the same mistake that you may have made. And I'm not saying you made a mistake. It takes a good horse to win these big races up here, and uh, he's competing now with the best. So uh, he, he's a. Uh, I'm going to help him out all I can. I'm going to try my best to see that he wins his first Barbados Gold Cup. Right. <laughs> he already won the Triple Crown down there. Yes, yes, he did. Yes, 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 yes. But he, his, his resume is not complete in Barbados until he gets a Gold Cup okay. sitting on the map. Okay, all right. That sounds like a plan. I'd like to well, hear that coming from a girl like you, though. You know, talking about a big trend like Sappy Joe's resume is not completed until he wins. I mean, that's great. <laughs> we have to have something to look forward to, you know. You, yes. <laughs> you don't want to look in the past, but you have to be optimistic. The glass needs to be half full, not half yes. empty, you know. It's, All yes. right. Your attitude will determine your altitude. And right. Oh, I like attitude. that. <laughs> now that's going to be my saying for the rest of the year. <laughs> Let me hear it one more time, Mr. Ramsey. Your attitude? Uh, your attitude can determine your altitude. Oh, yeah. I love that one. If you've got, you got a negative attitude, you're all the time thinking negative, that's how, probably how you're going to end up. Yeah, but if you've got, you got a good positive attitude and you try to be kind to everybody and, and, and use what experience you get and ask a few questions and not be too embarrassed to ask, you know, mm -hmm. uh, and then you've got a good attitude, everybody's, they'll, they'll try to help you, you know. Of course. Yeah. Fabulous. Well, you're great. You One guy that trained horses for you, I was assistant trainer for him for 11 years, which is Reed Baker, and he said oh, to yeah. me, he said to me, don't call me with problems, call me with solutions. And that's, <laughs> you know. <laughs> he, he's one of my trainers. Yes, Reed, he did. Reed Baker trained for me. Uh, yes. Roger Atfield trained for me. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I've had several trainers, you know, scattered around in Canada and Barbados. Yeah. And, oh, you, <laughs> you had the best. You had yeah. the best. We interviewed um, Roger Atfield uh, about six weeks ago, just before he won that grade one race in um, Keeneland. And he was great, man. 
to speak to. He was excellent. It's, Who it's, was this one Roger Atfield. Roger Atfield. Oh yeah, oh yeah, Roger yeah. Atfield. Oh, yeah, yeah we, we interviewed him about just just before just a few weeks before he won that grade one in Keeneland a few months ago. But speaking to those type of trainers, you know what I mean? It was brilliant. It was one of my better interviews hearing him talk. You know what I mean? It was awesome. Well, like Mr. Ramsey says, Sean, you want to yeah. be the best, you got to hang with the best. Yes, you have Correct. to. You know, and in order to promote our show to be the best show, we have to have people like Mr. Ramsey, Mr. Hatfield, yes. and so on, right? Safi Joseph, let's not forget, you know what I mean? And, and we're doing that. And we're doing Very well. That. You know what I mean? <laughs> in other so, words, they say, uh, birds of a feather flock together. That's right. Correct, correct. You know, yeah. uh, you're, you're kindly known by the company you keep. That's right. There you and go. It's, it's, it's the perception. In other words, if you run around with a bunch of drug addicts, although you may not even touch one at all, mm -hmm. people's going to associate with that. Of and they're going to think, hey, you know, he, uh, you know, <laughs> better watch yeah, that guy. Is. He runs with so and so. Well, yeah. yeah. Well, hearing you say those things, you know, and I try for myself, I always try because I'm a jockey's agent. I got young riders around me, and there's a lot of young, you know, young guys in the game that we bring into the game. And when you guys get you speak about things like that, how important respect and the way you carry yourself and the things you do in, in your life, in whatever game that you're playing, whether it be cricket, whether it be horse racing, it be car racing, whatever business you you, you conduct yourself with, is the way you carry yourself and the way you associate the people you associate with makes, you know, things greater for you as you would say there just now you never know who's who's watching you so it's always mm -hmm. nice to set a good example and to be a role model for somebody who might be you know looking up to you for whatever reason so Correct. try to put on that's, my best face and do the best i can and hope for the best everybody i spoke to so far they were really looking forward to see the show they wanted to know you know they're, they're telling me to make sure you bring back horses again you're coming back home. You know what I mean? Those are the type of words I'm hearing. You're coming back home. Like, you're from <laughs> Kentucky. <laughs> you're coming back home. <laughs> well, so, it's, it's my very favorite island of all of them. Barbados. Yes. Barbados. All right. Excellent. Well, to, see, to see those red and white colors back in Barbados with that big R one more time is yes. going to be a pleasure for all the Barbados down there listening and wow. waiting for that day to come. I hope you're not just one more time. I hope I hope it's a few more times. I hope you you, you come back because you know. Break that you want to win five or six gold cups? <laughs> I hope so. I think we ought to make it an annual tradition if we. Yes. <laughs> come on now! I, I think it's supposed to be an annual trip. <laughs> Who knows? Uh, you know, if you, if I got three, I could get five more. Yeah. Uh, and, oh, and, and maybe eventually in the. Then me and Sir David could have a shootout for That's a challenge I would like. <laughs> we just have to bring the company. So, Mr. Ramsey, with the farm and stuff like that, that you have, you you're separated from the farm and all that, or you still have farm and stuff like that going on? What no, are you? No, still no, no. I've still my 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 farm manager, Mark Partridge, is still my farm manager. We still got uh, some broodmares, and we got uh, I got some yearlings. I got some two year olds. So I just downsized it, and we, in other way, we've uh, got rid of what we think is, is, couldn't win the Derby. The ones we got left, we think, were very high quality. So uh, right. we'll, we'll see. Right. How, and, and I'm I'm probably going to end up buying a couple of, of nice colts to try to win the Derby with because uh, I, I didn't have any success breeding one so far. So at my my stage, the clock has began to tick a little faster than it has been in the past. So uh, I'll probably buy myself a two-year-old or maybe a yearling at the sale 
uh, to speed this, speed the game up a little bit. Not try to win one over, get get me one and that can win over Royal Ascot and one that could win the Derby and. And so the Barbados Gold Cup. Yeah. Mayors, have you replaced Kittens Joy as a stallion or you haven't replaced a stallion either or he doesn't have that? No, no, I'm not. Okay. I'm, I'm getting out of the breeding business myself. So okay. I don't, I'm not going to replace him as a stallion. Okay. He would have been kind of irreplaceable. In other words, he's a, gotcha. he, he was a family member and my wife's favorite horse and my favorite horse. And uh, we're going to, Industry is going to miss him. His name is going to be in pedigrees for generations to come. Yeah, no, definitely. Around the world, in other words, he is up. He's he's won more races his offspring have here at Saratoga than any other any other horse. He's had Roaring Lion went over in the over in the, in, in Europe. Uh, he's had some you know Stephanie's kitten uh, still the highest earner uh, for a turf horse in the in the in the United States, maybe the world. She's won four point two something million dollars. On, on the turf, so he's had a lot of good horses out there, like, you know, and a lot still to come. He's got some still in the pipeline. Mr. Ramsey, one question I got to ask you. <clears throat> now, I, I noticed that a lot of great men like yourself who have built empires of, you know, horses and that kind of stuff, their children don't really carry on. Are any of your children in the business of? continue the the great stuff you have done so far yes i have my uh grandson nolan he's assistant yes. trainer for mike maker out at uh out at uh delmar right now and he'll probably stay on to santa anita meeting mm -hmm. uh he said he wanted to get his phd in horse racing so he's i think will be a mm -hmm. successful trainer uh, at, at some point in the future mm -hmm. then i have a grandson named william kenneth i don't know where they got the kenneth at but his name is william kenneth <laughs> graduate from Butler University with a degree in finance and risk management. So uh, he's very interested in horses. Matter of fact, he's up here at Saratoga now and he's got some horses of his own. Uh, uh -huh. He's in the breeding business. He breeds a couple. And then uh, I've got uh, four granddaughters and all of them are one way or the other uh, tied in with the horses. Oh. Uh, I, I tried to induce them to get in a little bit to tempt them. I gave them all a breeding right to Kitten's Joy. And, they all, and I also uh, sold them a broodmare piece, so they all started in the breeding business. So right. I all bred some, and I know the ups and downs. Some of them made a little money. Some of them lost a little money. Nobody got rich at it. But they, uh, they've all got some money in their pocket now and in the bank because they each got a stud fee of Kitten's Joy of the share they sold each year. So uh, uh -huh. that, that gets them off to a good start much better than what I uh, got off to. So uh, uh, they, they all right right now my daughter she she and her husband are both interested in the horses uh mm -hmm. they've had horses they don't have any now and uh, she's up here with me and her her, her husband uh, works down in lexington so he's he, he he's been up here and will be coming back uh, i have a daughter named becky she's over in in um, uh up here she lives just outside of boston so mm -hmm. uh she's uh you know had a share in a horse and they've all uh so generation wealth branch yes. out to the best but uh i planted the seed we'll see how it grows up and sprouts and what becomes yeah. of it so it's, it's safe to say then that somebody in the crowd there will have that passion you have to really because mm. and, and and my grandson nolan he married the apprentice jockey katie clausen and they have a, a daughter emily catherine i got her name right that time yes. <laughs> uh, with horses on both sides uh, she, yes. she may end up being a my, my 
great granddaughter maybe the who knows the best of all of them <laughs> excellent we have one of our viewers mr ramsey asking us to ask you about big blue kitten <clears throat> big blue kitten was trained by chad brown and uh won a whole lot of money and i sold him for a whole lot of money to uh calumet farm uh, that's owned by uh uh brad, brad kelly so uh he's got his first crop i think they are uh, three-year-olds this year uh, he's off to a decent start, probably not going to be in the footsteps of uh, Kitten's Joy. Uh, and Roaring Lion, he only got one crop and, uh, and uh, ended up uh, bad luck. They shipped him down, down South America for uh, Southern Hemisphere duty, and he ended up dying on them. But I guess mm -hmm. maybe the, one of the best sons out there is Oscar Performance. He stands over at the Mill Ridge Farm, and uh, he's our, his first crop are two-year-olds out this year and he's got uh three four winners already so we got got uh i'd say oscar performance is probably uh may uh he stands for higher stud fee than big blue kitten but big blue kitten is still standing over at uh kmet farm in lexington yeah. well, i train a big blue kitten here in barbados right now well uh she's I, very I, fast she's I, fast philly man big blue kitten is yeah yeah <laughs> And, and I got another horse that came down there and uh, ran at Barbados, and I left him down there, and he ended up having a, a couple of pretty good offspring. I don't know if they've done any good lately or not. Um, um, I know, oh, Lord. I think he's, he's not Derby Kitten, Derby Kitten? Yeah, yeah, Derby, Derby, Derby Kitten, yeah, Derby yeah. Kitten. Yeah, he ran in the Kentucky Derby, and yes. uh, one of your friends down there wanted to buy him, and I said, well, I'm running him up there in, in a claiming race. And uh, anyway, I'll, I'll put it this way. He ended up with a horse. <laughs> yeah. And he's in I Barbados think, now. I think I think he's this, this sort of kitten's joy. He, he have a few solid horses. I mean, once he get the right mirrors, I think he'd be, he'd be, he'd be special. Mm -hmm. Well, that, that, that blue, uh, that, that same big blue kitten he had in 2013, he had 135 winners and 24 stake winners. Mm-hmm. And greatest stake win, he had 11 greatest stake winners, too. So he did pretty good. Yeah, the filly have she from her dam is from France, and on her side of the family, she they have a lot of nice runners. And, um, you know, the only problem with her that she's she's not well put together, she's back at the knee and she's a little offset. But if I could get her, um, stabilized so far, we're doing a good job with her, we keep her in the sea and swimmer and that kind of stuff. I think she can be really fast in Barbados, man. She's won her second start. You know, she ran twice. She came third and then second. So, big blue kitten. Um, his his offsprings are doing well, well, very well down here. Very good. I hope he turns up off the old block. Yeah, <laughs> Bobby's kitten did pretty good too. In 2014, he had 149 winners and 25 stake winners. So wow, that's pretty good. Yeah. Well, boys, well, we had the great pleasure of having Mr. Ramsey aboard here, sharing all the great joy and stuff we had in promoting Barbados very well and sending the message out to the owners down there that he's coming down. Yes. You guys got to be ready and get some stock <laughs> together down there. And you know what I mean? Because he's coming. So and we, want, and we want Sandy Lane Hotel to put on a great show again for Mr. Ramsey. So 
a shout out to Sandy Lane and the Barbados Surf Club. Tell all my friends I said hello. Okay. <laughs> well, Mr. Ramsey, it was a pleasure having you. And we're not going to take no more of your time because we know you're a man of, you know, many things to do. And you got your family there to sit with and all sort of things to go on. And you, you'll be at Saratoga, races at Saratoga tomorrow? No. Yes, I got a horse. Uh, matter of fact, um, uh, I'm not going to tout him, but we got one called uh, uh, Casanova Kitten running okay. in the fourth race. Safi Joseph trained him here at Saratoga Saturday. And that's Whitney mm -hmm. Day. It'll be a big crowd up here. Well, I'll tell you, the last time Safi Joseph gave us a tip on here, he ended up winning five races, right, Sean? Yes. Yeah. He ended up five races. So our show, you know what I mean, has done some great things. So, hey, tell us all about what that horse. Okay, we can, well, a, a Casanova Kitten, he's had a couple starts, and he's placed right and going a mile on the inner turf. Uh, so uh, I expect him to put on a good show. And in fact, if the left one don't get him up here at Saratoga, uh, Safi and I also have one called uh, uh, Running Down at Gulfstream uh, Saturday. And uh, his name is, uh, uh, <laughs> escapes me right now. Uh, anyway, we got. Uh, so you got name? a runner at Gulfstream this Saturday. Running at some. Oh, uh, Economic Hangover. Oh. <laughs> economic Very Hangover. And I, I, I named him after what I thought uh, the Democrats would do if they got elected. Have an <laughs> <laughs> That's a very good name. <laughs> so you're, you're into the politics also, I see. Into the what? Politics, politics. Uh, well, oh, I'm, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm a conservative Republican, so I don't know if you'd hold that against me or not. <laughs> well, I, I, but, but, I, but I don't I don't vote the party. I vote the man. So, uh, you know, if, it been, if I thought the best president would have been somebody else, mm -hmm. uh, you know, my wife, for example, she voted for Obama. Okay. Uh, and, and that, uh, so we, we vote for whoever we think is the, you know, the best person. And um, mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, so uh, anyway, economic hangover. We'll, let the, we'll leave it at that. No, I come, I come from a political family also. And, um, you know, I mean, my dad was a minister of sports and tourism for many years here in Barbados. And it's something because of being a teenager, being involved in that, it's something I didn't really like. I... Well, I like to be a part of everything, part of my government. And, you know, I've been mm -hmm. on a lot of committees and this, that, and the other, and, you know, corporations and all that. So, you you, you, you know, you, 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 once you've been on all these committees and everything, you kind of learn how, how, how the, the world really works. Yeah, you know? you're right. A lot of times the skids are already greased, you know, before the yes. decision is made. But. Yes, you're on the yes. committee. You know how it's going to come down, and and or maybe, or maybe the decision is made, and we figure out how we get it to come down. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. Very I'm, good thinking. Decide what Yeah, I've learned as I got older now. See how it really works. You got to yeah. be in there to get your hands dirty in politics to <laughs> call some shots. <laughs> well, these these shady people in, in all walks of life, whereas horse mm -hmm. racing. You, you name it. I mean, uh, you just have to figure out who the snake in the grass is and, and, and maybe not call him a snake in the grass. But just be aware that he's there and you right. and you wear your high boots. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Very good you advice. You may be able to use a snake to your advantage sometimes, you know. It's of kind course. Of like a, the, the horse racing game and everything else is kind of like a chessboard. you got yes. to you know, plan ahead a little bit because... A man that doesn't plan ahead is a man that's planning to fail. So yes. uh, that's 
that's why I like guys like Safi because they, they plot a couple races in advance. They don't just decide mm -hmm. we're going to run this horse in this race. They decide mm -hmm. two races out there, here's the goal, and here's what we have to do to get him set up so he can win that particular race. So yes. that's the way the top trainers do it. So uh, anyway. <laughs> we were very impressed with Mr. Safi Joseph last week. He was telling us that strategy and some of his strategies, and you could tell it put him above a lot of others out there. Well, if you're going to get him in checkmates, you have to learn how to play chess. <laughs> Correct. Yeah, <that's> <laughs> Correct. He does to be peer peers to fail, right? Yeah, that's right. Okay. All right, Mr. Ramsey, let's wrap it up with you. And thank you again for the wonderful night that you shared with us and all the experience that you shared. And hopefully we can have some more of your colleagues on here with us to help us again going through the experience that you've shared with us and carry on this great show that that Sean has brought to us, to everybody. I will show a lot of the youth out there will listen to Mr. Ramsey's yeah, playback. What Mr. Ramsey said, all of the youth out there, he had a fabulous education. He was committed to his, um, in the Navy, I believe you said, Mr. Ramsey, he was committed to whatever he put his mind in and a fabulous entrepreneur who was willing to take some chances. So to all the youth out there, be sure to listen again to Mr. Ramsey and take his great advice. Thank you so much for being on. I've enjoyed the show, and I hope I said something that might inspire somebody. I'm sure you Absolutely. did. You inspired me. You've inspired <laughs> us. <laughs> All right, we'll see you guys in the Winter Circle at Barbados Gold Cup. There That's you go. Sounds like a Saturday in March 2023. I'm, yeah, I'm sure journeys will be part of that. I'm, I'm, I'm positive <laughs> you will be. Thank you again, sir. Thank you very much. Have Thank a good night. Really appreciate now. it. All right. Have a good night. Thank you. All right. All right, guys. That was great. Yeah, Mr. Was Ramsey sharing that. his advice with us. I mean, for someone so successful in the horse racing industry and in life in general, for him mm -hmm. to share that words of wisdom to our youth, to us. I mean, so fabulous, huh? Yes. That's that's what our show is all about, man. Teaching, teaching. And it was so great to have Marianne and the guys at McKee Ponell Equine yeah. and Mr. Ramsey got a chance to take a look at the fabulous work they're doing over there yeah. for equine athletes. Continue to promote them, right? And it's good to yeah. see Marianne got one of her colleagues down to the track and hopefully she gets some well, some good results from those horses that she's looking, taking care of right now and can, can spread spreading the love around and the word around that, you know, there's the good result shows then somebody else can reach out and ask them to do the same thing for them too, right? Well, I don't know if Mr. Ramsey's still listening, but Sean, you know how great. Hey, Sean, guess what I'm drinking here, Sean? I'm drinking some cane juice. I finally got my cane juice. So, salutes to you, buddy. Cane juice. Mr. Ramsey promised us that he eats very healthy. Yes. And we want to remember, guys, if Mr. Ramsey comes to Barbados again for the 2023 Gold Cup, we have to bring him some authentic sugarcane juice. That's no problem. Yeah, Sean, Sean will deliver it to him. I will. But I think Sean's going to bring out a glass for us soon, he said. Huh, yeah. Leroy? Yeah. It's a yeah. pity he didn't you share know, it with us before, huh? I have one for you, but because I think you were getting all kind of funny. <laughs> <laughs> Brain, look where, where you started, Sean. Look where you started, Sean. Brain, Brain, what are you gonna? <laughs> <laughs>
You so just, Sean's, you to just, all you of just, our viewers, our guests just got up. Look, oh, yeah. look, a look can at of worms sugar cane just, just A can of worms you just opened up, right? God, you can't, you can't <laughs> I, well I knew, alone, right? I knew this was coming. Yes, knew, you were ready. And yeah, prepared. I was ready for it. Yeah. Yeah. Leroy, I had to yeah, make him. Loops, I had to inspire him. Okay. You, you, you sip and I'll swallow, Sean. Let me swallow. Go. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. I hey, hope no, he doesn't okay. choke on it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, I, yes. I want to take a moment to show um, a lovely video Sean and our man Sean Hammer has been working on this week. Okay. Um, I picked a few videos. Um, let's take a look at this. Sean Hall here from Journeys. I'm here with Carol, one of the few ladies We'll be working, grooming horses in Garrison for how much years, dear? So long, That's some excellent work. There are not many females at the Garrison Savannah no, working. That's right. That's so right. of all the videos that we have lined up to show all of our viewers online, on YouTube, and on Facebook, it was great for me to see 
another female out there. And mm-hmm. um, we've always been strong promoters of equal rights for men and women and some fabulous women jockeys have been on our show and it was so great to have a woman groom who has been in the business since 1995 you said sean right she's been around a long time you know we got a few we got a few other young ladies who popped up in the last couple years or so you know i mean but they're not that like her you know i mean she's she's a well no, she's been around for long, so she knows what she's doing, that kind of stuff. These 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 other kids are now learning what the craft, you know. Yeah, so, right. And same Mark Gamble teacher, everything. What yes. a great a great group. She had a yes. good um, you know, good yes. teacher. I mean, yeah. you know, Mark Gamble to me was one of our very best. I don't think up to this day, no Barbarian Guru has ever won 26 races in a year. Wow, no. That's what he did in 19, was, I think it was 1990 he did that when we were there working mm-hmm. for Laurie Silver. Right, so, right. You know, he was a great, well, it was great, so great to hear her story for the yeah. few minutes that we gave us. But um, we're still waiting on our show. We got Mr. Tyler Gaskin, racing right. correspondent in yes. Fort in Woodbine, coming on. All right. Um, good evening, Tyler. All right. How are you doing? What's, what's, up? Up? what's going on, there, Mr. What's up? What's up? What's up? You look fresh, I'm man. What, what's going fresh on? Dead, baby. Huh? <laughs> I, I don't know. You look. You look like 18 years old. She's not bad for turning you know 42 yesterday. 33. Who wow. was your birthday, bro? 43, man. 43 was your birthday. 43. Yeah, yesterday. Wow. Yeah. I remember wow. when you were 18. Well, uh, yeah. <laughs> Where has the time gone? It's gone, baby. It's gone. Wow. <laughs> I can't get it back. I think uh I think our boy Jet Lee might have might have dropped asleep. I don't I, think so. I, I called him and he said his, his eyes shut in, so <laughs> that sounds like he's going to sleep to me. So I, I don't know. Well, let's take a show for the next few minutes. Tyler, you spoke to Jason Hoyt this week. Yeah. Earlier at Woodbine. So let's show our guests what you've came up with. Here we are with Jason Hoyt, a.k.a. Jet Lee, off his first stake win at Woodbine for trainer Laura Richards, but we'll talk about that after. Uh, Jet, how old were you and what caused you to make you move up here to Canada? Well, I was 18 when I first came to Canada. Yeah, I was 18 when I first came to Canada. And, well, I, just, I wasn't race riding at the time when I came. I was just galloping back in Barbados, you know, and making like 40, 60 bucks a week, you know? But and then eventually like the door opened for me. One day I was, I was so and I get a call from one of the guys, I think it was Ricky Rat or one of those guys called me and told me, yeah, you want to come to Canada, you know? Whatever, you know, do this, do that. And I stayed to it and you know, it all worked out and I'm here today. Yeah, absolutely it worked out. And when you came up here, you were working for trainers like Mark Cassie and you, you, I mean, Joseph Carroll, Lauren Richards, all kinds of big names and, and uh, getting on some real nice horses. Have you, what did you learn from working them and riding them to, that you're using in your race riding today? Well, my first, my first year here, I worked with Steve Owens for one year then. Steve Owens? Yeah, Steve Owens, my first trainer, I worked here for one year then. I started with Cassie for like 16, 17 years I worked for Cassie, something like that. Yeah. And and right and the horses you got to work and breeze and stuff, you, you know, you, it, it, 
Do you use any of those, any of that knowledge in your race riding today? Like how to sit and wait and how much horse you got? And well, yeah, honestly, like again, I said, nice horses over by Marcassi. I mean, like really nice horses, horses like Tapping, World Approval, like I mean, outstanding all horses, them. all of them, all you know. Honestly, I've been working, I was like Marcassi, like kind of main, main work rider, you know. I honestly, like breezing horses with Patrick. Husbands like teach me a lot, like honestly, like Patrick teach me a lot, Taylor, like you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely. Patrick he taught really me a lot when I was riding too. He's yeah. very big help, especially for breezing horses. Yeah. He's real good at yeah. telling, showing you you don't have to go too fast and keep them together and you know and, and and how to do it properly. Yeah. Uh, shout out to Patrick Husbands. Respect all this Patrick, yeah, man. Now here's the here's the the day. I mean, you had your big day the other day, man. You, yeah. you get your first my first stake winner at Woodbine. Oh, greatest stake winner. At Woodbine, man. Yeah. How'd that feel? Look, give me goosebumps just saying it here. Me too. Now you got goosebumps over here. And there ain't much, ain't that much there to get goosebumps on it, so. <laughs> Honestly, man, that was so nice, Tyler. Like, I went in, I went in the horse show plenty of times for Cassie, like galloping horses, but actually, I was on top of the horse this time, you know? So, so in India, that was a really special moment for me, you know? The question is, can you remember it? Because sometimes when something big like that happens, everything's a blur. You know, like your first ride ever, everything went so fast. Like, yeah, honestly, like, I can still, you know, I'm not going to forget this one, you know? Beautiful. A special one. And sort of to Lauren Richards too, you know, the owners, everybody. You know, Lauren is really nice Lo to me, you know? Nice, nice guy. Lauren is one of the best around. Yeah, really nice. He does it around often, but when he does, He's life. Yeah. Sharp trainer. Yeah. Very. You used to work for him too, right? Yeah. I got up for Lauren too, like two years, and then they take my license off. Yeah. Yeah. yeah then After Cassie, I went to Lauren. Yeah. Then he saw, he saw the other boys doing it and said, I can do that too. Yeah. Well, so, Jeff. So, to my boy Kevin Nichols too. If not for him, I won't be right here today in race riding. He helped me get my weight right. down. Yeah. I'm going for Kevin too. Yeah, Great interview just now. Yeah. Good guy. Really yeah. nice guy, you know? My brother. All right. Well, Jet, thank you. Thank good, you very Good luck, my brother. Yeah. And, uh, uh, yeah, we, we got everyone cheering for you. Respect to everyone. One love. Always. Thank you. Hang on. Nice work, Tyler. Yeah. Well done. Uh, Jet Lee was a good good interview. It was nice and comfortable, you know? It was. Yes. When yes. you get someone that would talk, it makes it easy, you know? Yeah. Very easy. That hey, kid's from a long I know what you're saying, sir. That kid's from a long way, though, man. All right. <laughs> that, that kid came a long way. A lot of hard work, man. Yeah. And right. I made a mistake on the show last time. I thought it was Reed Bickwood. It was Steve Mons that he came up with. Yeah. I was there right. with Steve when he came I didn't, up. I didn't, I didn't know that either. Tell you yeah, I was I with Steve when he came up because I, I actually brought him. He lived. He stayed with me, I think, for two weeks at my place. Mm. Two weeks. Because okay. I didn't want him to I didn't want to turn him loose at the racetrack that quick because he's young and he just came to the yeah. track. So I just want – I he, he, he lived in my basement for, I think it was two weeks. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. yeah he was cool. only 18 when he came he up, right? 18. He was the youngest guy, I think, out of all of us that came up here at that age. The youngest. Yeah. 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 And he stayed with me. And I, I was 18 too. Yeah. But guess who took me in? Who? Sir Ricky Griffith. Oh, there you go. Thank you, oh, Mr. There you Griffith. There you go. Oh, good there guy. You. 18 I years old. You survived, Brett. You survived. Jeez, <laughs> you're strong, boy. You're strong. There you go. Yeah. Well, <laughs> Tyler. Yes, sir. Welcome to Jet Lee. There's All right. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, up, you were sleeping? <laughs> no, man. I tell you, I tell you, I tell you, I tell you my bedtime running close. <laughs> <laughs> they like to do that. They like to do that to you and keep you up. To, to, yeah, they catch me sleeping here one day. I, I, I <laughs> Jack, can you, hello Jeff, can you, you? Shift, shift your camera a little bit from that light in your, in, in your back or if it, 
Or the other way. Go the other way. Move it from behind your head, yeah. Shift your seat if you can. Or shift your seat because the light is shining right in the... All right. Maybe your head can keep the light away from there. Yeah. Oh, thanks, Jack. Thanks, good morning. Can't complain. Good morning, everyone. Yes. <laughs> good evening. You are live on YouTube. Tell me, how did it feel? That was a special feeling, man. That was so nice, Sean, man. Mm. That was so, so nice, you know? Yes. And to win two for Lauren Richards, you know? That was, yes. you know? Icing yes. on the cake. Well, yeah. talking about Lauren Richards, a little, go back a little bit, Jet, because you had a lot of familiarities with that horse. You did a lot with that horse coming up. I mean, guys, for people to know what you had to go to with that horse and the loyalty that Lauren Richards stuck with you with that horse and, and allow you to do what you did. Well, like the time when I was just galloping, eh? she was a, a, she was like, she didn't know came into the track and I was galloping, just galloping at that time for Lauren Richards, you know. So like, I get to work with her, you know, from the time she first come to the track, you mm -hmm. know. So did she have some quirks about her that you had to help her with, or, or to? Well, well, she was she's a tough filly, you know. It's like she got. She got her little tricks, you know, like well, she was a really tough filly, like to get on actually. Yeah. And then like just I think I think she got hurt or something, then Lauren Lauren like sent her home. Mm -hmm. And then like and then when she by the time she come back, like by the time she come back, I did I did leave Lauren at that time. No, I just started to like race right, you know, I didn't and then Snake Jamar started getting on her, you know. Okay. Yeah, then Snake started getting on her. Okay. The question I want to ask you, Jetling, is back in the day, you were the young daredevil get on anything. <laughs> you still are you still that guy? Or or have you this realized that you're a little long in the tooth now and you have to back down from those bad ones? Well, honestly, like you know, I, I can still ready bad ones, you know, but oh, like dear. You know, uh, like, I know. Can, can I can I jump in and answer this one? Yes, please, please. Yeah, yeah he, he he was still right anything, but it's come with his shoops now. Sean, actually, Sean, actually, this morning, right? I was getting on a horse. I, I get on a horse this morning, right? I was walking, going on a track. Yes, I I think. I leave from is at a part of which Barna was at. Yes. Right, Taylor. And I was going, I was going to the main track. I got by Sidatar Barn. I got by, by Sidatar Barn, you know, but I got by Sidatar Barn. Mm -hmm. uh -huh. I'm a brother pop walking oh. going to the track. Jeez, oh, I'm better. Taylor, wow. my heart start bucking with me. You just see me like <laughs> I swear to God, Taylor. My, that's this, never that's no good. This particular horse, then, like, I just gotta watch this horse, but this horse start bucking on me, and, like, I don't know how I hold on. Eventually, like, I get off, but, like. But you, that never, you never, that never leaves you, though. Well, you guys grew up with, I mean, all you guys gallop horses in Barbados, and you guys yeah. grew up with horses. But you know what? It's good. Time. You can one imagine that bridle, bro, when you were going to quarter pole, and know, you ain't Brett, high here. Look, <laughs> Brett, Brett. I got a story for you. A day your brother put, went to went to Florida and he asked me to get on that horse from uh Lennon. Right? Uh -huh. Horse went in a hackamore. 
Yes. And I get by the quarter pole, and he lugging out at, on the training track, and I, I come here, and I poke. Oh, bloody! Everything pop off in my hands. <laughs> I running down, run down the outside fence with no pride or nothing, hollering, you know. Anyhow, I, the pony get me pulled up, and that, 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 and Slade come back from Florida, and, and he said, you know. I thought that would make it till Friday. I was gonna get a new one in Florida. I, said, <laughs> I thought it would last till Friday. You thought it was Jesus. I, I remember right back to Jim when Jet Li was galloping for Mark Cassie and those guys. And I remember every well, the break is what seven thirty, so it's around seven thirty. Everybody go back to the gallery track. That yeah. am I right? Yeah, I will buy. Right, yeah, I went by. So yeah. we were going back on the track, and I remember Simon Husbands was on this bad horse belonged to Mark Cassie. And Simon was, I just got up, short, Simon saying, Ollie, there's a young boy ride, boy. I don't, I don't feel comfortable on this. There's a young boy ride. And I got the horse, pulled up my horse, and he still didn't get the horse from the break off. You know what I mean? So the horse obviously didn't train and went back. The next day, he saw Jetley on a horse. Here we tell. And Jetley had his feet out. I don't know, get some kick, some stick, and jump this horse off, put his feet in, and just bent on it if nothing happened. And Simon passed there said, See, oh, see what tell you? That's a young boy, right? <laughs> <laughs> One thing I would tell you with Jetley is a lot of we all ride horses, and a lot of us sit on top of a horse. You watch Jetley when his feet out. Oh, oh Jetley is sitting in the horse's back. Yes, yes. I, mean? I, I always yes. saw that as like, part of horse. in a horse's back, like yes, stuck in there. I don't know how he how he does it, <laughs> but he looks in the, in the back. I guess you've been long enough. Do so you want to know that secret, son? Well, Sorry. well, you know, I, 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 I was on a, I was on a temporary pass. I, I learned enough that, that I'm out. I'm gone. <laughs> Taylor, you guys come down the islands. Water. We can't teach you guys everything. Well, Taylor. <laughs> Tell you that's a lot of beach racing in Barbados, right? There you go. Yeah, yeah. Well, that would do it. Yeah, yeah. cat roads and stuff. Cat like roads. Cat roads. You know how many cat roads we racing? Yes. At riding school and even training yes. some thoroughbreds yeah. in cart roads. Yeah. And that's not only a cart road. Cart road ain't long, so you gotta go for like a furlong or two, and, and then up. you gotta shift. Yeah. Go on the next road and then yeah. another two for long, so it's easy. Yeah, right. you know how you know much kid is that right? Sorry, where do you learn to write? Well, when I learned to write, I, I learned to write out, um, out with me in Waterford. Like, we had a lot of horses out with me, you know, oh, yeah. okay, by Patrick, okay. you know, Patrick yeah, yeah, Crony, Patrick, you know, right, right. yeah, oh, okay, yeah. and like. And like, honestly, I had a lot of teachers, you know, like Edward yes. Walker, Ryan Jordan. Like, I had a lot of teachers, you know. Yes, yes. I had a lot of teachers, you know. And they got some good cat roads out there, too. Yeah. All the Jason, you know. I Sam Edward Walker. I those, those roads across country routes, man. So I know the cat roads out there. Yeah. But yeah, Jason, man. as a 14-year-old boy or even 13 and 12, I used to ride with Edward Walker. In Canfields, that's mm. who I started. He was racing me, and I, I was racing him. Man. The amount of fun we had learning yeah. as kids. I mean, yeah. we were like 12, 13, and 14. I started I exercising at 14 as well. 
I think it gets you fearless. It does. It does. Yeah. It does. I mean, or stupid. <laughs> well, that's part of being fearless, man. You want to yeah. stupid and dumb and all kinds of stuff. It's the competitive edge in all of us. I mean, not just from galloping. It's, it's just like the grooms. I mean, when the guys get together, the competitive edge among us was so fierce. You know what I mean? The the mm -hmm. boat that always do good. And I mean, it's still in a lot of us today. You know yeah. what I mean? I You're watched right. Thailand some horses time myself. You know what I mean? Over by there by Josie and <laughs> you know <laughs> that that competitiveness is still so still, you know, still a crazy in you. Yeah, I, I don't mind. I gotta get you see. I gotta. I lost my crazy at forty. At the first, <laughs> the first part I get on, and you still you're a little puck shy. But as soon as they push you to that line where you're pissed uh -huh. off and you don't give a yeah bleep, bleep anymore, it's let's go. Let's see what you got. Yeah. Yeah, yeah well, I worked with John Chandler, took all the heart. I, if, if when you're out by the um, half my pole by the training track, and if yeah. you see something on the inside reels moving, that's just my heart. It's still <laughs> <the thing>. yeah. <laughs> and that's you, my heart on the half my pole. I, I can think back to the day when you, uh, who was, what was it, Midnight Tornado used to take on the infield? <laughs> huh? Mean in Barbados? Yeah, and Barbados used to take used to take a horse to the, when the siren ring now open on the infield. The horse songs, was mad. Song of the Sea, no? Song of the Sea. That song of the Sea. Sea. I used to watch y'all all go around there hanging on. I want to get one out of here. Well, what about? I was, still, I, I was still young back then, though. Yeah, yeah, you still had it. That was that was. Yeah. I remember the brave days. Yeah. But Sean, you remember you remember when you almost fall down in Ocala in the in the race. Well, yeah, I remember riding the race, but I, I don't remember. I, I almost filed too. I did. Yeah, we don't, we we rode those school and races, and yeah, you got on the road, Yes, John McInerney, you clipped John McInerney's heels, and that's you. <laughs> Man, out here playing for real. To be a good rider, you gotta have amnesia. You don't. Yeah, well, exactly. You gotta go back. Yeah, you gotta be a goldfish, right? Think like yeah. a goldfish. Don't remember nothing. No. Well, Tyler, yes, sir. have you ever been chased by a coyote on the training track? Oh dear. Uh, I, have, I, I have. I haven't been chased, no. I have. No. I have. You yeah. have been? Yeah. yeah. Little coyotes fast, yeah. yeah and man, and they, they try to get you for that one furlong. <laughs> Especially if you're I, out here late. Any siren? Any siren? They're getting pretty brave now, those coyotes. I was running before. The closest I came my encounter was in Finger Lakes. I was riding a race and we're going two turns, and I was on the lead on the rail on the first turn. And I see this coyote running across the infield, and I can tell we're going to meet up at the 584. <laughs> I said, Oh boy, what are we going to do here? So, anyhow, we're going as we as he got to the fence, the coyote hollered and sit right under the rail and let us go by. I said, Thank you, Jesus. <laughs> oh, Lord. <laughs> well, Jet Lee, yeah. you won your first stake. I mean, things are going, you know, a certain way for you right now. What, what are you looking forward to more now? Because, I mean, your agent is doing a great job for you. Don't you, you I'm seeing you they're putting a lot of hard work into just trying to get to that next level. The inspiration from your partner, um, Kevin, you know what I mean? Like, what are you looking forward to further on from here now? Honestly, well, you know, I just want to keep winning, you know. Just want to keep winning. Way more state races, you know. Keep working hard, you know. That's the main thing, you know. Just keep pushing, you know. Oh, that's something, know. something to look forward you know, to. Do you know that Jet Li came out to Barbados to start his writing career? Do you know that? Yeah. Thanks to Sean. Yep. Sean. Yep. 
Really? I didn't know yeah. that one. You slip, you slip away, went back home for, for a little bit, Jack. Oh, you I put did. him on a horse in the, in the oh, yes, that's right. Yeah. That's he, right. rode up, yeah. he rode over the winter down there, right? Yeah. yeah that's he rode, right. Yeah. I, I rode 13 races. Sean put me on nine horses. Oh, yeah, wow. 13. Uh, wow. Jet Lee, I win my first race as a journeyman for Sean Hall as, a, as an owner. What year? Yeah, Princess, Princess Sarita. I, I've, I've helped these guys. Sean, <laughs> you, Sean, Sean, that man really show all you as a true boy. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I got my jockey license on Sean Hall's horse, too. <laughs> That man really telling you it's a true show, oh, boy. Yeah. I, I think I just I just opened a can of worms. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Jenny, don't tell him no more, Shirley. <laughs> after after Canada, after Canada to retirement from two thousand and one. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Let home and get rolling. But let people That's know, cool. Jetley, how hard that was, man. I I felt for you because I know <laughs> when you, when you bring your body down to that. Where you know what I mean you gotta get your mind now accustomed to that weakness and and you gotta get mentally tough you know what I mean to to custom feeling that badness and I still want still gotta ride hard and that kind of stuff. How hard was that? Because you look like a completely different writer now than when I you mean, started. I mean honestly, it was it, it was tough, you know, like like it was really tough, like like when I first started, you know, thanks mm -hmm. to my friend Kevin, you know. Yes. really good friend you know my number one friend you know like really good friend you know yes he helped me so much you know like it's unbelievable you know honestly i come from like 150 something yeah wow yes. i come from 150 something you know when i was galloping yes. you know like, and like it, it was it was like in august or something you know, like I say, you know what, Kevin, I could get a Troy Kevin really telling me what to do, you know. I say, you yeah. know, I give it a Troy, you know. And I say, you know, after my birthday, my birthday is in September, September 22nd. I said, after my but birthday. That, come on, come on, Jetty, come on now. Come on now. You know we share the same day. It's true. You don't forget that. We, yeah. We, we're, we're both September 22nd. You're the, don't, the tell you, you, don't tell the year, Sean. Don't tell the year, Sean. Sean, don't tell the year, your, your year. Tell the date, but not the year. And Jelantu, 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 not a good writer, Jelantu. September Yeah. Oh, Lord, I didn't know that. Yeah. Wow. But anyhow, I was saying, you know, like, I was saying, you know, um, I said after my birthday, you know what, I could, I could just get a try, you know, like, yeah. cut off a lot of things that I was eating and, you know, like, yeah. you know, start cooking every day for myself. I cook a lot of fish right now, you know? Right. Like, yeah, I, I, I said, you know, I get, I try, like, I start running and stuff, you know, and, mm -hmm. you know, I get, I try, you know, and like, and I say, you know, I go in Barbados, I run in December, and it was a September start, and in December, yeah. in December, that's when I come home, Sean, and, and it was all going from there. Yeah. You and, know? And, so, so talk about that commitment that you had to make. That commitment that all mm -hmm. the youth out there, we want them, the youth to know it takes a strong man to make that decision that you yeah. did to mm -hmm. go through what you did and look where you are. Graded stakes winner. How yeah. great is that? That's very nice. Like that, I mean, look at that youngster Serge we interviewed the other day. Um, he's a big fan of Jet Li and he, he never really hang with you. Yeah. You know what I mean? He just see and like how you rain and that kind of stuff so i mean you have a big influence still here in barbados man 
Yeah, man, Serge, good you too. Good, very good yeah. writer too. Very yeah, good he's a real writer. great writer. I mean, really good writer. Yeah. I I thought he was writing for a lot longer. I mean, he's so steady and strong on a horse. I mean, he's great. And every, he's a, he's a little heavy. Everybody's telling you sitting up on a horse like Jet Li, and he's look, he's he's look, he's look, he's look good on a horse, really. Yeah, real good on a horse, man. Yeah. I agree with that. Excellent. Excellent. I hope he comes to Kansas soon, man. I hope guys at like him. They need guys at like him. Good writers at like him that can make a living. You know what I mean? Here in Barbados, these guys just wasting the time, you know. And you know I, yeah, Sir, is it really, yeah. You know, I'm hoping they could get things rolling faster. So guys, he's still young. He's only 24. He's only 24. But how yeah. how is it being for you to keep your weight down though? Because you look like you look, you look, you look. You don't look good, man. You look. You look good. <laughs> Jesus Christ! How great! Nice man. man. <laughs> You know what, well, Sean? Like, you got a good do, job of looking bad. Put it that way. As a man, do as a man, running. Oh no, like I got, I got my own treadmill and things. And as a man, run twice and stuff in there, you know. Yeah. On Tishon Sundays, Sunday as a man will wake up. Yeah. I just go on the treadmill like twelve o'clock and just run. Honestly, yeah. honestly, you know, like. So you don't, see, you don't see it like Hazina. You go to men and wake up and go do things. Yeah, I just you know, like honestly, every day, Sean, I come home from from work. Mm -hmm. I would go on the treadmill and hold a run, and like Sunday in the evening, you now I would hold another run. Right. Just keep yeah, it. you done a good job keeping your weight down, man? Cause man. you're really slim now. I mean, you almost look committed, Sean. Huh? Committed. Yeah. He's committed to his job. Yes. And I encourage you save all that money because we all retire one day but the more we have saving for the future way to go for you man yeah and yeah, my, i got i got there make sure you Daily, mention that Daily word man. beautiful too yeah beautiful little daughter you have there yeah you got that looks make sure you always shake at her in the, in the post parade all the time you know that always so Always, that's am my fans. Am my fans, you know? <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Don't forget well, that. Well, that well, listen to your daughter's my granddaughter. You forget with that. How can we answer that with that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sorry, boss. <laughs> I can't forget that. <laughs> Well, Are you I really letting people know how old you is a joke? No, you can tell grandfather no too. Jeez. Yeah, <laughs> yeah when, when she was born, my stock went through. My stock dropped. You had to start fishing in a new pond, John. I mean, I stopped my... It didn't go through the roof, fellas. It, it just sinked. It just went down. <laughs> well, well, we got a comment from one of our viewers. Loyal viewers for that, Sean. Yes. Haley oh. Morrison. So wow. nice to see Jason Hoyt doing well at Woodbine. When I watch the races, I love when they do the post raid and Jet Li always waves when they say his name. Yes. All the best this season, Jet, from Haley Morrison. All right. Thank you very much, Haley. Let, let Haley know that he waves his daughter all the time. It's not to me or anybody else. It's his daughter. Daily. And his fans. <laughs> and his fans, he said, Sean. He said also for his fans. But too. it's daily yeah. first. And most of it, you know what I mean? Yeah. If when the fans see it, well, this is it. It's yeah. daily. <laughs> yeah. That's it. Really? When I do a wave, Zeli does be mad. Just yeah, I know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's like, you know, Dad, I'm looking forward to that wave. You start something you can't, you got to get it up, you know? 
I mean, the problem yeah. is now when now she get 13, 14, and that's all right. She wouldn't be looking at you anymore, sir. <laughs> <laughs> don't say that. Some girls go forever with their dads, man. I don't know, man. I, I Some don't girls know. don't say that. Je you, Tyler's, got, Tyler's got girl children too, so you know what I mean? <clears throat> two. Two. Oh, dear. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so dear. Oh, dear. <laughs> <laughs> This is that's and daughter is born forever. Yeah, forever, yeah. forever, forever. Correct. So there. Uh, a, a little girl's first real love is her father, you know. Father, yes, yes. And it always, you know, goes a long way, man. Man, Sean, you make that Kendrew shite, man. There goes our YouTube rating. <laughs> oh, no, Tyler. Yes, yes, I did. Kendrew. Yeah. yeah. Maybe they didn't catch it, Brett. <laughs> it's just a drain left. Sorry. Um it's just a drain. I'm I'm gonna save it for a little later. Oh no, sip. Right. Good night, sip. What what Jason? Yes. Ricardo Ross. The first time I saw Jet Lee, he rode feet on flames. Was that true? Yeah, I went a couple of races on feet on flame too, yeah. Yes. Yeah. Jet, That's you, our fellow Ricardo to, Ross. Um, no, Jet, I sorry, go ahead, Sean. No, I spoke to um, Ja Wolf, who's the car firm. We were talking about um, film films just two days ago. And how much race did you want with him, Jet? Like two. I think I oh. broke his maiden, eh? Oh, he broke his maiden? Yeah. The garrison bully. He broke his <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I, I that's what he's calling, the garrison bully. Jet, when you look. You left Barbados. You still had your bug when you left down. When you finished, yeah. Right? Well, oh, you, so you never went on to be a journeyman in Barbados. Only when no, you went I back. still have my bug, but like when it started, but you know, like I didn't want to kill myself, you know. Oh, okay. Mm -hmm. So I thought, you know, the weight, you know. Weight, yeah, pulling the weight. Yeah. Yeah. I get, like you know, I don't want to be comfortable, you know, like yeah, yeah, you yeah. Know, like, yeah. But I mean, if you, you what you know now, you knew then it would have been different, right? Yeah. Learn so much more, right? Yeah, when, but like, I just say, like you know, like I want, yeah. you know, like I didn't want to kill myself, you know, like. Yeah. Cause yeah. I remember when I remember when you come to Barbados, Tyler was talking about the stoops, and when you first come up here, you were you were a tough little cookie to deal with when you first came up, man. Yeah. You know, it's always a good boy. You know, you remember, you remember those days yeah. when you first came up, eh? I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't still, but you, Leroy, yes, yeah. yes, 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 for yeah. two weeks. Cause I, I didn't want to turn you loose to the to the boys yet. I wanted to kind of. You know, keep you under my arm for a little yeah. bit before you turn you loose. But you can't pick me up from airport too. That's right. That's yeah. right. <laughs> yes. Anyhow, yeah. boys, like we don't want to keep Jet Lee too long because it's bedtime. I don't want his agent giving me shit tomorrow. What air? <laughs> All right. YouTube. Huh? <laughs> What's that? Tyler? YouTube rating. I don't know. You know, I said one. You said the real one. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> But it's just me, Brett. Don't blame me. <laughs> I can blame Tyler Leroy. Yeah, okay, yeah. yes, yes, yes. <laughs> right. No, but uh, we don't want to keep him up too late because, again, he's got hard workers and stuff in the morning as an agent and uh, have a fallen rider. You know how it is. So yeah, I don't want her right. tomorrow right. coming giving me hell to, to say, hey, you kept my ride up and he didn't make it in for his work or something oh, tomorrow. Lord. You know what I mean? And he needs to get his rest. Okay, Sean? I didn't risk any evening. <laughs> and tomorrow tomorrow's racing too right the yeah. night racing right how much yeah. race you got tomorrow jet i got three tomorrow three yeah can you give yeah. us a tip of the a tip of the week <laughs> jason 
Uh-oh. Any tips? Oh. Look where you put the man in the spot now. <laughs> hold on, hold on. And Tyler's eyes is getting a little penny on him there, too. I don't want him <laughs> no, no, to more eyes, okay? Jason, <laughs> Jason, we just nominated you for this, Jason. <laughs> Give us your pick of the week. <laughs> Journeys. That's a good one. <laughs> Where's okay. four tomorrow? Right. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, Red you know. and you're you're yeah. writing it, right? No, Leroy Jockey got his favorite tomorrow. Oh, but, but, but but Jason, Jenny got the the outsider then. I got for the race four. It didn't it didn't third choice favorite. Third, third choice favorite. So you yeah. like your horse, Jetly? Yeah. Yes. All right. Sean, do you recognize this? At least we get Jetly to give us a tip. You think yeah. our other co-host would no. give us anything? He no. got the favorite in race no. four. At, you know what? I will put him backstage just to get him. Give him a little cut. Give I live by my words. Let the horses do the talking for you, guys. Lord, <laughs> always let the horses do the talking for you. And no, and the thing about it is, every time I look around, his one of his riders win at big odds, and, and I say myself. But how about how about the other day when his his smaller rider beat his bigger rider and this oh, yeah. one, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Leroy's the only man. Leroy's the only man there like this here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you always let the horses do the talking for you, always yeah, at all times. Yeah. All right. See, Jetly Lady Source did a talking in his greatest state win. Yes, you know, all, kind of, all kind of big horses were big name horses were in that race. Yeah, who came yeah. Up the top? his horse did the talking for me. He's yeah. able to be on the show to talk about it now. You yeah. know, he goes, Yeah, he tell me he's trying my best for everything. You know, yeah, you know, yeah. he's all right, that's you know, key, that's key, brother. I, I better put my horse in a good position, you know. I like, you know, that's one thing about you, man. You're always in a great position coming to gates. Yeah, I always put, try to Who put my horse in the chest. Who taught you to break horses on the gates like that, man? Come on, Sorry? Sorry? Who taught you to break horses <laughs> from the gates like that? Well, honestly... You get anything on the gates, good, man. Anything. Like, honestly, as a man, as a man, like, I step enough different little yeah. advice from a lot of people and I put it together, you know? All right. I go from there, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah, man, I always try to, you so know. Is it a special, a special way you hold a horse coming to gets or what? I don't know, cause you're very consistent. Well, I try to, I try to like in get, you know, like try to got my horse tied up the best right. as possible, you know, like you know, try not to break break on my horse smoke, you know, like correct. You know, in Barbados, we learn, you know, we don't got in that strap, like yes. maybe no, you know, but like yes. before, you know. But back in there. Back in the day, you gotta learn how to break, you know. Yep, if not, yep. they gonna fall off, you know. So I know the man is be the man is be cut off in Barbados, you know. So like, <laughs> yeah, uh, here we got chicken. Uh, here, honestly, we can't. Here, yeah, and we live luxury. We got chicken strap. We got chicken you know, strap. Lots of different things, you know. Yes, yes, yeah. Well, Mister Richard Edgel wants to say that he gives respect to Jet Li for making the commitment and dedication to get back race riding. Great, Kudos man. to you, sir. Yeah, yes, man, man, thanks, Richard. That's my man, Richard, man. That's my main man, Richard. Yeah, man, thanks a lot. 
Thank you. And Ray. Ricardo Ross, first time he saw Jet Li rode, he rode Feet on Flames. Yeah. So yeah. true. And Richard continued to say those are wise words. Mm. So we got a, a lot of people popping in, saying good things. Yes. Thanks a lot, man. So, yeah. Thanks right, for making right. time for us, Jason. And good luck That's in your problem, three rides tomorrow, especially in race four yes. against yes. Leroy. Good luck, buddy. Good luck. All the best. See you in the morning, Pat. Thanks for having me. Oh, man. Anytime. All right. Yes, Take I. Care. Good. All right, Tyler. Thanks for opening this door for us yes and yep. for being a part of episode three yeah we'll get some we'll get somebody great. else on the wire soon yeah. all right brother sounds right. great man right. Right. Oh, well, tyler tyler somebody said um tyler hit them on the head from ted holder racing stables <laughs> i hit them on the head oh i but i don't know i guess i, I, I know uh, greetings. <laughs> I have to ask Ted tomorrow what that means. I mean, somebody got knocked out every day. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I don't, I don't I know. know. Uh, maybe it was me. I don't know. I uh, think he I might be drinking a little too much rum. <laughs> I, don't I, don't I don't know. Who knows? I have to ask Ted tomorrow. Yeah. I don't know what that means, but anyhow. We are lost here. That went above our heads. I don't know. I know. All right. All right, guys. All right, then, okay. Tyler. Good night. Have a good night, buddy. Easy. All right, Tyler, thanks. Brent, where's my, where's my buddy tonight, man? Man, he he, he sent us a, a comment that I didn't get to show. Huh. Our 11-year-old friend. Great yeah. show, guys, and great ride, Jet Li. Looking forward to seeing you ride Joshua in the future. Well, <laughs> <laughs> but honestly, looking is, forward to you riding in the right now, right now. Sean. He's booking a ride for Jet Li and Barbados. Yeah, Jet Li rode him when he was there, man. And he did well. He came up very close second one time, you know. And that was a few years ago. That was just COVID. Oh, that's Jamal saying, shouting out, as well as great interview for us. Yeah. So Jamal, Jamal, Jamal is a horse owner. Jamal Watson is a horse owner. He okay. Owns two horses, yes, with um with Beaver Gill and uh what's the other guy's name? I can't remember his name, but I can't, don't get his name. Uh, well, good luck to him, Jamal. Well, pa well, Patrick rode both of the horses for them and went on both of them. Jet Li rode wow. before too, also, yeah. Good, good. And yeah. for the for the guy, Mr. A Best there, yes, Tyler Gaskin used to ride in Canada. You're correct about that. Right here, meaning here. Hey, you in... Barbados? Oh, that's here, Barbados. Barbados. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. I don't Barbados know. Too. Yeah, he rode in Barbados, yes. Now, here's one of our biggest kudos. Brian Russell. Well done, gentlemen. It was the first time I tuned in, and I really enjoyed it. Thank uh, you, Brian. We encourage you, you Brian, you. to get your friends and family to tune in, because we always got some sneaky tricks and up our speed subscribe and like and we and want all of our yeah. members to share our youtube channel um like us share us on facebook twitter instagram um we want to get the word out we want to keep promoting barbadian horsemen but horsemen from around the world yes um sean hall's um idea is he wanted to record history um so that's what we're looking to do and as much as our friends and family can help us to promote the show we appreciate it all 
And who's yeah. going to be our next guest coming up, Brian? Um, I'll leave that to Sean Hall to let everyone know. Come on. Well, I mean, I thought, Leroy, I, 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 you want me to say it? I will say it. Iroko, Iroko de Silva. Iroko Rosa de Silva. Rosa de Silva. Sorry. So, yeah. so our friend Azarian is saying, who is our next guest? Well, he just, 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 we just said it. Yeah. Yeah. Champion jockey for many years in Canada, Enrico yep. Rosa de Silva. Yep. Looking forward to be on our next to be our next guest. He was chill when I when I give him the phone call. He was very chill and yes. ready to go. The champion we, man, he did yeah. well in Canada. Yes, very well. Mm -hmm. I remember the great. Even outside of Canada, one stake races also too, man. He was great. Yeah, yeah. I mean, just he just missing as an assistant trainer in the Breeders' Cup for me with. Horse called Fatal Bullet. Wow. Yeah. Well, I running, remember that. Yeah. Running 107 and got beat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. yeah I met the next time and, and finished fourth on a nice Philly, too. Called mm -hmm. Biofuel. Mm -hmm. You know? So. But you had you were wrong for good horses, man. Yes, 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 yes. I was. Well, uh, before we end things up, we got a video that Sean and our man Sean Hammer worked on. That was related to our discussion earlier. Check out Ja Wolf, Sean. Could you give oh, us a little yeah. introduction to this video? We were talking about it a little earlier. Yes, ja Wolf. He ja flames. Yes, Ja Wolf. Um, I I didn't know Ja Wolf looked after such good horses in Barbados. I mean, I was surprised when he spoke to me and he mentioned Fleet on Flames. He won eleven races, and he was around the restaurant in the 60s and only started looking after horses in the 90s because he was frightened. You might that frightened what? for horses. <laughs> I know he's presently looking after them. No, he's helping out again. And you know what I mean? So he, I don't know. He's still, he's working with them, but he, he, he chooses now to just help out. Help out. Okay. You know what I mean? Well, let's take a look at Jawa. <laughs> Sean all here from Journeys. I'm here with a veteran horseman. Ciao, Wolf. How are you doing? How are you doing, boss? I'm great. Now, you told me just now you were wrong horses from the 60s. You didn't mind anything until the 90s. Why, why the big gap of not working with horses, sir? Because I was a bit scared of them. Scared? Yeah, we're seeing the big creatures, me a little small guy. Are you from Vietnam area? No, I'm from Britain. Even worse, because that's still the surrounding area. They're all horse people. You were scared of horses. Yeah. So what, what got that fear, turned that fear around? Well, there's a little short guy we call him Mitchy, but he don't work with it. Yes, I know Mitch very well. Yes, another Fitzgibbons guy from when he started. He saw me a morning while he was working. Yes. And he sort of got me in take us. He dipped the horse in my hand and go dry him out <laughs> while he while he take the other ones out to work. So it's said the same with phone over the deep end and you had to learn to swim immediately. Exactly. Wow. So from that time from the 90s to now, who are Work with. Well, I work with Leslie, Yusuf Jordan, Darcy Flats, Stephen Bino, and the 
the last the last one was Clayton Greenwich. Clayton Greenwich, oh yes, Mr. Greenwich. So, any big ones? You know, any good good horse horse? Yeah, well, the last one in mind was Feet on Flames. You meant Feet, feet on Flames? The, yeah, the Garrison Bully. Yeah. I look after him. Yeah. He won the Coxburg World Cup in 2000 in 2007. You were looking after him then? Yeah. That's a big one, people. <laughs> the Garrison Bully, Fleet on Flames. I won every major air class race with him. Wow. I didn't know that. You see, I wasn't around with the back of those well, days. Exactly. You wasn't. You wasn't here to no, witness that. No, I wasn't here to witness it. But now hearing about that, and I'm, I, I'm blown off my, my, my boots. <laughs> Why do you call the horse the Garrison Bully though? They call because, him the Garrison Bully? Tell me why. Because he was very good at winning. He won 22 races, wow. 11 with me and 11 with the previous guy who looked after him. Wow. He won everything? Everything. Everything. That's why he got that name, the Garrison Bully. Right. Wow. If you beat, if you beat him today, you can't beat him tomorrow. <laughs> Just looks for revenge. Revenge all the time. That's right. Yeah, he's a good horse, man. Definitely, he was one of the best that came to my I'm surprised after winning him, you're not, you don't, you're not having trainers turning them down for jobs. When they're looking after horses, man. Well, uh, after him, I, I worked with Rapid, Neil Rapid. I yes. won a couple of races for him. Yes. But after that, you know, we just like helping out other guys and things like that. Right. Well, you know what? I'm so happy that. You, you've now enlightened me to, I didn't know that you mind the great you don't flame the Garrison Bully. Right, but that's because you wasn't here. I wasn't here and nobody told me. Well, that happened so long ago, nobody really looks at it or anything. That's the problem. We, we, right, we forget about thing. those good things and we just move on with life all the time. Exactly. Wow. But Jowls, thank you so much for giving me this interview, man. And this is Sean Holm, Jowls, and we are out of here. It's a pleasure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs>
but I was always listening to music I think so by the time I start listening to music I think I, I always wanted to, to sing. But how now you're in here the panic and singing and how does that work for you? Does, you know? I mean it's it's work out good because uh -huh. I know I get balanced good, very well. Uh -huh. Because the studio is a good studio anytime. Right. In here you can't hear anything. Right. So I just go to how to balance it, the main and everything. How's it going though with the singing part? I know you're into the rap. You're more you're a rapper. I guess well the singing going good. I just dropped a, a EP the other day called the Price of Life. It Listen, will be, it will be soon. This, this is your opportunity now to, you're going to see, a lot of people are going to be viewing this. Tell us where you can see your music, man. Will, well, within the next few days, it will be on Spotify, it will be on iTunes, all, all online platforms. It's on YouTube right now, it's on Audio Mac right now. What's the name of the song again? The album. The album, sorry. The Price of Life. The Price of Life. Wow. That's, that's a great name, sir. Yeah. Price of Life. Yeah. Well, price tag. Let me do something, man. I wish you all the best. Yeah. I hope this this album takes you to the to the moon and back. And I wish you all the best, sir. Yeah. So this is Sean Hall, Price Tag, and we are out. Journey. I thought you didn't know the mic gave me two lines there or something there, but you, you just. I you wanted him to get. But this is a teaser. He says he'll be out on what? Where is he releasing his songs, Sean? Spotify, in a few days. Spotify, it should, it, it should be out by now, man. It should be out. Price That's died. why I thought it was time sensitive to get this video out to all of our listeners and viewers out there. Sean, it sounds like you're muted your microphone, Sean. He's <laughs> Sean's trying to bring up a song. <laughs> He's having a price tag moment, Brad. I'm having a price tag moment here. It was, it was, it was a little noisy. A little noisy. I'm back. No price Excellent. tag. I mean, I, I'm sure you can pull up his music on YouTube. Check him out. He has a lot of songs out there. Um, he has some really nice stuff. I really like. I put in name. price tag, but I'm seeing, I'm seeing, I'm seeing a young lady with price tag. I'm not seeing a young, young man. Maybe it's so new price, it's not even out there price tag among from the search engines. Oh, Barbados said that. Well, we'll let all of our viewers know to check him out in the coming days. Yeah. <laughs> Sean Leroy, let's yes. just go through a few of our comments from some of our people that we've been, I've been trying to bring up. Um, our friend Ted Holder, Brett was late in his response. I don't mm -hmm. know that comment with Tyler. Yeah. Uh, I think that's going over our head again. Jokes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's about right. That's about right. Just... Sterling. I don't know. But Sterling. That's the, that, that, though, that Sterling part is the name of the guy that owned the horses with the other guy. But I was trying to get his, na his oh. name. Oh. Yeah. So with, okay. with, um, with Jeff Gill and Jamal Watson. It's sterling. All right. Yeah. Okay. 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 That's the other guy. Well, that that took a while. So thanks to Ted for me yeah, his name. It yeah. Took a while. Took, yeah. Thanks to, to Ted right. for that. Yeah. Sorry for the strips, Ted, but he got me a little fast on the draw here. <laughs> Azarian is saying Joshua is racing this week. Yes, he is. Sean, what if racing. Joshua wins? Could we get Azarian to lead him in? I, if he if he could get in there, I, I anybody leads Joshua. 
I don't get involved in it, man. I just whoever comes. Well, hopefully Azarian will be in there cheering for you in the race. But you know, what I mean, he, he, he's he has he, he's in tough again this week, so I, I'm not expecting anything. Come on, like Sean. You heard Mr. Ramsey. Think Listen, positive. Positive I'm vibes Barbados, come from I'm it. a realist, okay? <laughs> I don't have Ramsey's type quality horses. Josh was 11 years old, run against some good three-year-olds that coming in, and and he's still up in the handicap, and he needs to be in the 80s, 70s, instead of being 86. You know what I mean? I'm 11 years old and still running with those type of horses. You know what I mean? I don't know what, mm-hmm. what, what I want from this horse. I guess they want right. me to hire him. Anyway. Well, look after him, but uh, that, that brings our show. We've been uh, on here now. How is the show, guys? Who's that? No, no, I'm I'm saying we got our show. We, um, Azarian is saying Joshua is as old as him. <laughs> 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 what does that tell you, kid? <laughs> somebody, somebody just sent me the, the price tag, guys. Um, music. Okay. Man, and and somebody's stuff. saying Damien Simpson, not a song. Sean ain't letting my sing at all. Yeah. Man, all right. We'll take. Thank God, do a sneak peek next week, Sean. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. Little entertainment, you know. This show is all about promoting your, you know, promoting, promoting Sean. I, I, you know what I mean? You, I, you wrote I, a first few songs yourself. I blame Hammer for that. Hammer should have, Hammer's the artistic director. He should have told me, Sean, let him sing a song. You know what I mean? You got to write That's a few notes. No, Hammer is, Hammer says, Sean, let him sing a song. Yeah. And you know, he could have got the guy to write a few notes for the Journey show. You know what I mean? All right, we could work on that. It ain't too late. Yeah, there you go. So something to think late. about. Hey. We were the first show to promote him and his upcoming album. So yeah. hopefully he'll do our next Sam slogan. Yeah, right. there you go. There you go. <laughs> well, boys, we had a great show again tonight. Yes. All right. And we're looking forward to next week's own and continue to strive to be better. And, you know, the comments, anybody has any comments out there for us to teach us and help us with anything that they think that we can do better to make our show better because it's all about better. That's right. right? So we want to be the best at what we do, right? And like Mr. Ramsey says, you know, the company you keep, right? Correct. So if you guys have anything great things to say for for to to close us up with. Well, I I could tell you this, man. I was very, very happy for a lot of the things that Mr. Ramsey said. He especially about our our country Barbados. I'm, I'm so happy that he's such a lover of Barbados. He really wants to, he knows coming back here would create a lot of interest and he really wants to, to, to do that, you know, and it shows people around the world that it's not the size of the country, you know what I mean? It's what we have here yes. that would make a guy like him Want just to, can't wait to come back yeah, to compete. Yeah. You know what I mean? Just, As he said, it's not about the money, it's just about Feeling. it gives a good feeling you know yeah. mm-hmm. and you know as i said i was hoping as you know things are a little brown here brothers but we don't have much top end horses you know so well hopefully so we that- invite mr seal mr sir david and some of uh, mr ramsey's other friends 
He oh. wants to bring a few horses to fill the race. Yeah, yeah, but you know, you people aren't going to send a, ra a horse down here just to fill it. So they'll be up in competition against yeah, Mr. Yeah, Ramsey, but, but it'll be that much sweeter for Mr. Ramsey if he wins it yeah. with two or three other imported. That's right. Correct. Correct. And hopefully the Barbados Tough Cup heard, heard what he had to say there tonight and can use it to their advantage in trying to let some of the owners, you know, that they knew can help bring out something out of the, I mean, some horses some from somewhere. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Well, we, we've been promoting the Barbados Turf Club, who is yeah. one of our great sponsors from the very beginning of the show. Right. So thanks to Rosette, Mohammed, and the entire team, directors, yes. management, the Barbados Turf Club. We hope you see that we're doing here on Journeys is hopefully promoting the 2023 Sandy Lane Gold Sandy Cup. Lane. Yeah. So, Sandy Lane, thank you for supporting our Gold Cup over the number of years. And uh, we look forward to having Sandy Lane continue right. in this regard. Um, it was so great to have Mr. Ramsey recognize Marianne and what she was saying about veterinary care of the horses. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. And we got races this Saturday, guys, starting at what time? At one o'clock. One o'clock or so. Yeah. Um, people can log on at www.barbadosturfclub.org. They can check us out online. They can watch the races live. They can make a wager at the barbadosturfclub.org. And our friend says it's 1.30, Sean. Okay. That's why he's here, <laughs> Azarian, That's why he's here. He's do, we have a do we have a feature race this week or is just a regular card? No, I think one of the classes is this week. Midsummer Classic, isn't yeah, it? Classic, it was yeah. postponed from a few weeks back mm -hmm. due to health concerns. But um, I also want to say to another one of our friends, Leroy. Yes. Well, Anderson Pollard. We want some Keith. can juice. Keith, got my money there, man. Pollard, man. Keep on the going, man. Now we gotta talk to Keith too, man. No, Tom, no, see, he, he rubbed some good horses up here, man. Yeah, yeah, I, I spoke him already, some... and I, I obviously, you know, he lives up at the airport, so we had to take a drive oh. up there. Midsummer handicap, my man. I know my mind yeah. will come true for us, okay? Yeah, well, yes, get Keith aboard, please, and get do an interview with Keith for us, please. Yeah, well, Keith, you, Keith, he's listening right now. If he's still listening, hook up with Sean Keith, because we want to hear feel your stories. Yeah, we, we got to hear from Keith because he's one of the first Barbians to, to work on the back side. He was in. I went back from the seventies, you know. So yeah, and he rubbed some good ones too. Good horses, big, as we say in all horses, big some ones. big ones. <laughs> Derek Lynch. Derek Lynch. Thank you, Derek. Thank you so much, my brother. Yes, yes. And 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 hopefully, um, Derek Derek's in 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 New York. This These is the guy too. Guy. You never know, man. These guys might be bringing something too. This guy's in New York. Yeah, Derek. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I got my my buddy Charles Small too. Yes, Joe Wolf. Yeah, you're right, Edwin. Joe Wolf did rub little Pims. Won yeah. some nice races with him. <laughs> yeah, I know. I have my buddy um, Tony Small too in the New York. Who I was listening, look forward to listening to the show too. So mm -hmm. if you're they're listening tonight, Tony, I hope Mark is doing well because our guy that was so that um. Uh, was in the hospital sick he, he he's doing better oh great that's yeah, good he's doing better yeah great so great, great. Good too. 
Yeah. He's awake, and I think he said he was talking and stuff, too. So. All right. Yeah. That was good news when he told me. That's my daughter. Oh. <laughs> oh. It's my I was daughter. wondering. Yeah. That's my wonderful daughter, man. I can see that. I, yeah. Sean, that. Yeah. That's one. Uh, that I'm one proud father, man. That's guess, one yeah, ambitious guess, young lady. Yeah. One ambitious young lady right there, man. I'm telling wow. you, she makes me one proud dad, man. You looking at her? You seen him? She yeah, just jumped me. I, I, didn't, I didn't realize you dropped my last name there. I was wondering, who's, who's this young lady, man? <laughs> yes, yes. But now we have a request from A Bass, guys. I would love to see if you can get. Dave Griffith and Pochi on the show. That's that's yes. that should be. Yes. How hard is that to do? Yes. I tell you what, I saw Pochi working a horse the other morning. Boy, that boy ain't miss a beat, boy. He still right got short, it. Still right short the same way. Ain't miss a yeah. beat. Yeah. I'm telling you, I saw him work a horse that, on the turf. I think on that Sunday. Old man. An old man. Oh my. He ain't miss a beat. And then Dave Griffith. He's the guy that writes all. I was, I don't want to make it sound that bad, but all the crazy horses at, at, at Cassie, and man, yeah. I'm telling you, what a job he does, man. I'm telling you, those he guys got miss, it, Those guys still got it, man. Still got it. I'm telling you, I saw his poetry. They're working that horse, and it's the earns up there. And the man look neat, but also, he's, yeah. he's a big he dog. always had. He was <laughs> like a what I call it, a Orby Froaty. Yeah, yeah, tell you, man. Always, always had that it factor. Yes, and he still got it. Miss it, man. It ain't gone at all. Well, I just tuned in, and then wow. I said, Dave, Dave Griffith, the the things he, how he gets along with those kind of horses, and the work that he does with those kind of horses. They got me a little crazy too, you know. I mean, well, you got me a little crazy to to hang out with those type of horses. <laughs> I didn't want to say that about Dave, I'm but I mean, I'm gonna say it for you. I'm gonna say it for you because I used to be there before, right? You know what I mean? You have to have that until you butt up on that one a little more crazy than you. I'm That's when you, the man. problem starts. So I'm he obviously hasn't found that one yet. But I did. I'm four years old. I found that one when I hit the ground a little too hard, and um, I never <laughs> recovered my craziness. I, I I got I got very nice after that. And tell you, man, I, I don't I'm know. Gonna if, I'm not gonna find, I don't know if you're gonna find that one with Dave, man, but. I think there's two guys that would buy in racetrack right now. Him and there's oh. a Jamaican guy named Anthony. Those yeah. two guys, who I don't right know if you can find, I, don't, I don't think you can find that horse can 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 scare those guys. Those guys are as big as Woodbine Racetrack. Mm -hmm. yeah. Those those are the guys you call when you got those kind. Well, I used to be like that one time. <laughs> I'm like, I'm that one. Yeah. It's something called it, no, it's something called age hurt. Yeah, you see when you lose that flexibility, yeah, and you hurt it, and you can when when a horse go left, are you yeah. going right? Yeah, <laughs> you know what I mean. It, it is not it's the bounce factor. Jeez, if you um, don't bounce no more, when you're I, in trouble. Yeah, when it starts getting hurt too much, man, my body just start. I just can't bend with them those bad ones anymore, and they they knew that and. Yeah. Uh, but that that horsemanship, you know what I mean? I mean that horsemanship that we West Indian guys having us, man. I'm telling you, man. It's mm -hmm. a lot of guys. You, you, it's it's unbelievable, man. Yeah, yeah. You know I mean, words words can't see it, man. Say it, man. You know, to and see those guys too, man. You gotta have that braveness in you too. You know what I mean? Yeah. You gotta be really 
That's the well, only Leroy, yeah. you know? sorry to change the subject, but our yeah. friend Azarian made this comment. What are watch-alongs? Watch-along that Woodbine? Azarian is saying Brett and Sean can do watch-alongs. What? We watch we watch Woodbine Racing live, and you and I, Sean, could talk about it on a show like this live. Yeah. Have you ever thought of that? We could watch Woodbine on YouTube. Or on woodbine.com, uh -huh. watch races live. And while we're watching it, you and I can start talking about the day. I, I, I never thought of that. Azarian just gave us the idea. Well, I never thought of, of it either. How, how, how can an 11 year old kid could come up with something like that? <laughs> I keep telling a guy, this kid is 11 years old, you know. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I still don't believe Azarian, it. I want you to send me a detailed plan of how you think Sean Hall and Brett Callahan could do these watch alongs at Woodbine. Man, Give Azir us some feedback. Azira, I want you on this show, man. I need to get you on the show, man. Are you going to send you a link sometime next time? And we want you on this show, man. Because we've got <laughs> the great Rico Rosa the Silver coming on here. And Rico have a lot of things to do with younger kids. Yeah. He, he's in the in the martial arts stuff and all that, and he speaks to athletes and all that stuff. I need you on this show, man. You stop being a ghost to me, man. I need to see you, man. <laughs> you know, ghost. I see the kid, man. He, well, you've seen it, but I'm not seeing him. I'm only seeing a I picture see saying that that's him. I know real. Eh? Eleven. <laughs> <laughs> okay, man. All, all right, man. guys. Well, have, let's guys. wrap this let's up. Wrap this up, yes. But um, it was a great show. Thanks yeah. to our sponsors, the Barbados Turf Club and McKee Pownell Equine Services. Thanks, Mike. Thanks, Marianne. Thanks, Rosette, Mohammed. Thank you, Sean Hall, for coming up with the idea for this show. Um, and let's try to do our best to make you proud. Leroy? I'm proud, man. Thanks again. Great. Thanks, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me on here, too, boys. Thanks for Sean. Again, thanks to Sean for you know, encouraging me to come on and give him a helping hand. And, hey, I look forward to Wednesdays, man. It's one of my – it helps me mellow down from those days as an agent and stuff like that, you know what I mean, some of the tough days, you know. Yeah. So, Sean, you know what we're going to have to do? We're going to have to start charging Leroy. If we bring down his pressure and stuff, we're going to have to start charging him. <laughs> Just kidding, Leroy. Thanks for being the point of contact. You shocked me when we said we got Mr. Kenneth Ramsey on. Well, thanks Sean, to, thanks to doesn't Safi, Leroy though. help us out a lot? Yes, he did. Thanks to Safi, though. You know what I mean? Safi, been doing Safi and Safi helped me a lot, too. So just yeah, not I mean, I, I guess I planted the seeds by saying, can you pull a – can you – can you get him? Well, and he, yeah. and he got him. Thanks goes out to Safi again, guys. That was my go-to person, and that's yeah. why. But here's this: after our show on Wednesday, Safi went and win five races in one day. Yeah, yes. yeah. After yeah. our show, yes. so he, that means he got to come back again. He sometime. inspired him yeah. to go on. He's going to want to be, he might be calling us up now. I want to be yeah, on next yeah. week because I want to win five more races. Yeah. <laughs> all right, guys. All right, wrap it up. All man. right. All Good right. night to all our fans and enemy. Yes. And remind Bye. everyone to follow, like, and share our yes. YouTube, Facebook, and Everything. Twitter channels. We yes. want to get more people on here. Yes. And we are all about recording history. Yes. History right. of Barbie and Horsemen and Horsemen from around the world. All right. Once again, this is Journeys, the talk show. Good night and God bless. Good night. Amen.